You're listening to the Bloody Bits Horror Show with your host, Eddie Diaz. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Bloody Bits Horror Show. I am your host, Eddie the axe jefferson and joining me this week well what's a better compliment to the axe than the wood mike wood everybody how are you doing today well, i'm doing great eddie and i have to say that uh in my time away from this show so much more professional now oh yeah it's uh man i mean we're straight laced we're all buttoned up and you got that sound cue like ready that was, you know, I don't know, like, everybody probably thinks it's the magic of editing, but no, no, no. No, 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 no. I do my shit it live. Live. Yeah. Much like, uh, uh, what was it, Bill O'Reilly would say, it, we'll do it live. What a classic time, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, Mike, you're here. Yeah. From the Grind In podcast. And we're going to be talking about Halloween Three season of the witch. Oh shit! We were supposed to watch three. I watched every Halloween but three. All right, hold on. Let's pause it real quick, and uh, we'll come back after you've watched it. Okay. Let's okay. Do it. Well, this 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 is where we're going to okay, do the pause little it studio now. magic. Yeah. Thing. Okay. Now. Okay. And we're back, Mike. So, what do you think about Halloween? Wait, 3? what do you mean? There's no Michael Myers. There's Michael Myers. What are you talking about? He's very clearly on the TV in the bar, sir. Who the fuck is this Dr. Tom? Dr. Tom. Oh, man. So Halloween 3, Season of the Witch. And my God. Um, what's your history with this movie? You've clearly seen it before. But 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 what do you remember? of where, where, where do you begin with this? My... I'm sorry. I was looking up his name. He, he's I call him Doctor Tom because his name is Tom Atkins. <laughs> Doctor Dan. He'll always be Doctor Tom to me. Um, you can call him Doctor Tom. I don't care. Well, yeah. I mean, you see that guy? What a snack! All Oof, the ladies love him, man. Mister Stash. Doctor Tom. Daniel should be on here speaking. He really about. should because that mustache is real epic. But uh, my experience with Halloween 3 is that, uh, you know, for a long time, everybody tells you to avoid it because, like, yeah, that's a shit that doesn't even have Michael Myers in it. And you're like, well, why would I watch that? And then you go visit it and you're like, what? This is fun. What the, f- what the hell? It really is. It, it's, it's to the Halloween series with the like Super Mario Brothers 2 or uh, Castlevania 2 is to those series. It's certainly a departure, but it's fun. I mean, what's, what's, what's the hate about it? I mean, definitely not the song. The song? Yeah. Silver, silver shamrock song. So a little inside baseball here. Uh, while this episode is going to be coming out on Halloween, we are recording it in advance. And in fact, it is, (gasps) He's gone. He's looking at his calendar in real time. There he goes. He's pulled up his phone. Oh, he put it. Eddie, that's OnlyFans, not the calendar. Put it away. What? There you go. What day is it? Wait, you didn't hear the sound clip. It didn't work. No, there's no sound clip. Okay. Okay, let's try it again. Ready? Oh, God, and I call and you And in fact, it's... Did... <laughs> 
Sensor. You're not hearing that. I heard a lot of beeps. Okay, fine. So, uh, in fact, it's... He's, he's looking at the calendar again. There's no sound clip playing. He thinks there is, but there's not. Okay, okay. I see what the problem is. You know is what here. you need take to do? Two, take Hold two. on. Just do the sound clip, but just do your impression of it. Ready? Go. No. No. Ah, uh, okay. I see what the problem is. All right, is. ladies okay, and gentlemen. Eddie the Axe. Hold on, here, hold on. We got to start the show again. Hold on. Okay. Ready? Eddie the Axe. And I'm Mike the Wood. How are we doing, everybody? Boy, <laughs> you watch uh, you watch Halloween three. How about that sexy Doctor Tom? Halloween huh? three, ladies and gentlemen. Have you ever heard of this Halloween three? Wait, hold on. It's three, not four. Fuck. No, it's yeah. We fucked it up again. God damn it. We gotta we gotta start all over here. You know, Eddie, I just realized something. Um, What's that? We were supposed to. We fucked up. It's well, the ooh, 16th. We we're supposed to record this eight days before Halloween so we could coincide oh, with the song. Oh, that's what the problem okay. is. It's supposed to be eight more days till Halloween. Let's go ahead and okay. stop this right now, and we'll come back a week later. Okay, we'll come back in a week. Okay, ready? Bye. Okay. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, we're back. Eddie the Axe, Bloody Bits podcast here. Uh, I know I sound a little <laughs> what bit a great different. great intro. <laughs> <laughs> well, well done is that. Oh, my Lord. So now we're eight days away from Halloween, so the Silver Shamrock song will work. Uh, it will. It will. Did you watch Halloween 3 again, Eddie? I. You know what? Uh, we, we were supposed to watch Halloween 3. Oh, no. What'd you watch? Oh, shit. Um, I, I watched Halloween uh, uh, H2O. Oh, well, that's a classic. H2O? Yeah, yeah it's, it's great. Got, uh, cool J. It does. It does. Why is this not working? This fucking thing. I told you, you just got to do the impression. This is a week later, everybody still hasn't figured out the soundboard. Okay. No, I still haven't figured This is how much more professional I've gotten, by the way. It's all right. We'll just do this in real time. Okay. Take two. Okay. Man, what a crazy week that was. Oh. Wait, wait. Okay. Okay. okay he's, gonna, he's gone. Okay. We're going to do this. Fuck it. We're going to do it live. Okay. Okay. So, Mike, a little inside baseball here. We're uh, we're going to this episode is going to come out on Halloween, but we're actually recording it. You know, I've always, and ladies and gentlemen, I've always loved the White Slimer <laughs> rendition of that song. <laughs> and ladies and gentlemen, um, that took us conservatively a hundred hours to get that together, and boy, did it pay off! And it's really crazy because Eddie just did that joke that recording six days, sixteen days before Halloween, but actually we're eight days now. So we waited a jo- we waited all that time for a joke that is not going to land. No, no, not at all. Oh, yeah, that song, man. And it's so funny because, like, while this is not written by John Carpenter, it is produced by John Carpenter. I mean, apparently it was rewritten by well, Carpenter. Well, yeah. So originally it was written by Nigel Keneally. 
Yeah, it's got a lot of Carpenter elements, like um, Tom Atkins fucking a younger girl, so it's got that going for it. <laughs> it really does. I mean, that in the fog, so he's a, he's a real go-getter. That It's kind of funny, like, you know, every director has their, like, you know, their guy, right? Yeah. But for some reason, John Carpenter produced movies. He just fucking, he's like, dude, Tom Atkins, right? Mm-hmm. He can really get that uh, uh, barely legal vagina. Yeah. Yeah, you don't mind showing your ass for the camera, right, Tom? No. Hell no. No, no, no. Provided I get a suck on a titty, we're good. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I can't believe I saw in Tom Atkins' asshole this movie. Like, when he gets out of that bed, I'm like, you didn't need to bend forward, Tom. Jesus. <laughs> real. He, he was lifting his sack. It was terrible. Uh, so Nigel Neal was originally the writer, and he sued the producers to get his name taken off of it. Well, you know, like you do. And then apparently John Carpenter took a pass at it, you know, give it, gave it a quick rewrite to make it a little more Halloween-ish. And after that, the writer slash director solo credit on this, uh, Tommy Lee Wallace made a final pass, which surprised Carpenter that somebody would come in after him. But what are you going to do? You know, it would be a surprise to the producer if you were doing your fucking job and looking at the script. Yeah, that's not really good producing. <laughs> yeah, so uh, look, a little little inside baseball, everybody. Producing a film is one of the most important jobs on a film. Not executive producer, which is where you just you know give money, right? And then you get your name at the very beginning of the movie because you gave money to it. You didn't do shit, but you gave money. Great for you. Producer is the person who hires the director, will hire the writer unless they got the script from somewhere else, right? Will buy the rights to the the story from a writer, whatever it is. They hire the whole crew. I mean, they're in charge of quite a bit. But one thing that the producer would be really surprised about is if somebody changed the script without (laughs) alerting them to it. So how the fuck that happened? I'm not sure, John. Were you not on set for Halloween 3? Did you just like... Get it in the editing room and go, well, this is different. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, run with it. Tom Atkins is going to uh, bang Ellie. We're good. No, that's the part that's stated for sure. Like, I think that maybe that guy took his name off because John Carpenter took his pass and it was like, let's get Tom Atkins in here and he's going to fuck a younger lady. And she comes on to him. That's the thing. Yes. He likes Yes, that. exactly. Just like in the fog. Oh, man. Yep. That's yep. so true. That's his signature. <laughs> that's very true. Wow. But aside from like badass music, you know, I mean, as we heard from the, the Silver Shamrock theme song, uh, yeah, yeah uh, having younger chicks hit on it, it's almost like, uh, did he? I might be mistaken. He was the producer for Leon the Professional, right? You know, I don't know. I think that's Luke. I know Luke Besson directed it, mm-hmm. but I, I don't know. I think he might have been involved. We'll have to that look would it be up. A... That's one that you look back on, you go, oh, yeah, that was kind of weird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was a little problematic. <laughs> like, remember when everybody was like, this is such a great movie. And then you go back and you're like, oh, yeah. It's kind of odd that he's friends with, like, a real young girl like mm, that. Yeah. Hmm. I didn't catch that when I was, like, 13 watching this movie. Uh, producers, no, he's not on that Oh, okay. Well, hey, maybe they'll uh, so, reboot it. Yeah, no, there's just it's just Luke Besson. That's you know, okay. that's his style. That's his style, Eddie. Gotcha. Gotcha. John Carpenter's style is like, no, you go make me a movie where Dr. Tom 
uh, fucks a younger girl that comes on to him, and I'll just play some keyboard over it. Mm. Go. Mm-hmm. And he did a good job with the keyboard, though. I, I, it does have some good soundtrack notes. Uh, did you hear, by the way, the story about John Carpenter recently being on a podcast? I did. I did. Uh, it's actually going to be coming out in a Halloween 4 episode after this, but it it, <laughs> it bears repeating. So so go ahead and repeat it before. Oh, man. Oh, so you want me to tell a story that you're going to tell next no, week? No, I'm not going to tell it, actually. Um, oh, somebody else tells yeah, it. Yeah, but you might tell it better. So we'll all figure out who Halloween did it Halloween 4 comes out after Halloween? 3. 3. Yeah. Wait, we didn't want... Oh, well, I watched the <laughs> oh, one no. Hold on. Um, hold on. <laughs> one more day, Tom. <laughs> Get it? Oh, one more day. Yeah. I gotta go... You know, one more day, I gotta buy some masks, though. Oh. Damn, my store's out. Yeah. Where are we gonna go to get them? I guess we have to go to Santa Mira. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, uh, no, I'll just leave it for whoever okay. said it. Who said it on Halloween 4? I, I don't remember who the guy was. It was some guy... Some guy was on your show and you don't know who it was? Was it Tom? Yeah, it was Tom. Uh, that's what it was. It was Tom. He was on. Did he seduce you and then tell you the story? He really did, actually. <laughs> I was I was well, guys, a younger woman and I was hitting on him. <laughs> uh, no, it was Matt. Well, Eddie, I know. When Matt you put Anderson, on a wig, I'll tell you. Sir. It was Matt Anderson. Oh, it was Matt. Oh, the Matt Anderson from, from Twitter. Yes, from Twitter. Well, Oh, does other the things. guy who told he told me um, never to mention him on the show because he's quote just some guy. Oh, okay, yeah, he's the guy yeah, who so, went to Jewel and got some uh, canned bean sprouts. Yeah, he's my hero. Yeah, solid dude. He told the story that, that we're not well, going to tell. You know, Matt will tell it well. He will. He will. There was going to be this whole thing where if it was like somebody that you know, if it was like Tim or something, they'd be like, "Oh, well, that guy he can't tell a story." So, Tim, step aside, Tim. Come on, Tim. We got Mike here on the mic. <laughs> Mike on the mic here on Eddie the Axe. Bloody bits. Yeah. So Thank you. while this movie was a commercial failure, the novelization oh. of the movie was successful. Did you know that? I did not know that. So you're telling me audiences couldn't get it up for Dr. Tom? Mm. Like they weren't interested? I guess not. Did they show the ass cheeks in the trailer? No, no. The ass cheeks were not in the trailer. So Dennis Etchison, who apparently is an actual writer, wrote the novelization of this under the pseudonym Jack Martin, which, I mean. That's a better name than Dennis. Yeah, but I mean, (laughs) coming up with your pseudonym Jack Martin, Martin, I'm. Uh, sounds great to me. I'm, if I see a book with that name on it, I'm like, that sounds like a reputable guy. Mm-hmm. Jack Martin, Stephen King, Jack Martin, Tom got Smith, it. got it. Uh, <laughs> Bitch ass David Copperfield. <laughs> so this this book was actually a bestseller. So this bitch ass writes a book. This bitch right? ass, it's Jack a bestseller, Martin. and people are picking it up. They're like, what the fuck is this Halloween three novelization? It's all about Halloween masks and stuff. So I used to know a dude who read books and what that meant was he read (laughs) the Dungeons and Dragons novels and the Halo novels, which, Oh man, you know, who doesn't love the 20 part Halo novels, you know, which I can only, I want to know what happens when master chief, you know, like what he does on his free time. Does he also have younger women come up to him like Dr. Tom? I can imagine the novelization. And then the warthog totally flipped when he was driving it on the Halo ring thing. 
and he had. They don't call it. <laughs> Master Chief had to get out and flip it back over, but he pulled out the needler gun. That's the one that's like heat sinking, and, and we all know what the needler is. And it shot a alien guy, and it was cool. And it was cool. It was very cool. And then you saw Cortana, and she has boobs. Yeah, I feel like there's a lot of like Cortana has boobs in the Halo novels. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I didn't. I, I, I just... What do you think? Like, what the hell is the story? Look, the story of Halo, the video games, is just paper thin enough. Yeah. Do we really need like twenty novels well, to you, go with it, it? The story of Halo is move forward and shoot things that stop yeah, you from going forward. Yeah, the story of Halo is like I don't know. Every time you start up the game, there's that big ring that nobody knows what the fuck it is. You know. Yeah. Well, that's it's a Halo. The Halo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The titular Halo. Uh, <laughs> and then there's a guy who never takes off his helmet. Great. Got it. Now shoot some shit. Done. Space Marine, Halo, shoot some shit. No, I just, I think. Hey, how dare you call him Space Marine? I think he's. You know, Doom must have been real fucking pissed. Yeah, Doom guy. <laughs> That's literally the character's name. George, uh, John Romero didn't ask me anything on Twitter. And somebody was like, what's Doom guy's name? And he's like, Doom guy. Cool. Yeah, he's like, what do you want from me? Perfect. That's back when video games were just, you know, it was just me. Yeah, when they didn't have any story, like Halo does. <laughs> God, if only we could go back to that, huh? I just imagine the guy reading the Halo books. Like, he saw a book that was Halo, and he's like, wow, it's very glossy. Maybe this won't be a book. Maybe it'll be a game. And he just picked it up. I wonder if I could just skip the cutscenes like I do in the games. <laughs> could I do that for the book, too? He just starts, like, shooting the book. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> oh, man. man. When does he kill something? I don't know. So. Can you can you find out if Master Chief takes off his helmet in the book? No, I can't. But I can tell you okay. that at the end of the Halloween 3 novelization, the yeah, ending. That's what we're talking about. Wait, Halloween 3? Yeah, Halloween 3. Hold on. I got to. Okay. It's Dream Warriors. Is the one. Dream Warriors. Got it. Why is it called Season of the Witch? I don't know. At the end of the novelization of this, though, the ending is actually not left ambiguous. It's very explicit. Well, really, was it really ambiguous? I thought all the kids died. Great. Well, spoiler alert. Also, it's like, Tom, turn off the TV, buddy. <laughs> well, we'll get to that. <laughs> so this movie is starring Tom Atkins playing Dr. Dan. And my Oof. Lord, a commanding performance by a drunk. Man. It's... <laughs> You know what I was really disappointed about? Like, he's a drunk, mm-hmm. but he only drinks like two times on screen. It's like, come on, man. No, he drinks way more than two times. those back a few time. more. Come on. We'll get into it. And then we have... Does it ever really touch his lips? Well, yes, I guess he's at the bar. He's taking shots scene. multiple times in this movie. Yeah. Sure. And we'll get to that. I want a drunker Tom, is what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you see it in this, though. He's sweaty and he's shaking the DTs quite frequently. So I think. Well, you know, he's method. He's method, clearly. Uh, and we also have Stacy Nelkin playing Ellie, who's the uh, the titular um, thing he fought. Terminator. In it, she's not a not a very good role. Um, but what's funny about it is she actually fell in love with this character. She she read the script. She's like, oh, I definitely have to play that. No idea that it was a Halloween movie. No idea that she would be starring alongside Tom Atkins 
and the very first scene that she shot with him, the sex scene. I mean, get it out of the way early. Mm-hmm. Because Carpenter... Because then you know, too, if she's going to back out, well, you know, film that first, oh, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, then we can replace Honestly, it. I got to tell you, if you're sleazy enough to put a nude scene in your movie, it's probably good to do that first, guys, because even if you have a contract, somebody will back out if you film that in the middle of the movie, because what are you going to do? Recast them? Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Good point. And you know Carpenter was only on set for day one. Yep, he brought his keyboard. Yeah. Boom, 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 boom. And the, finally, we have Dan O'Harely as oh, Connell Cochran. <laughs> oh, yeah, he's a oh, real cock. Oh, Danny boy. The, oh, Danny boy. The Irish businessman warlock. I, you know, it's so bad he didn't have the Irish, like a thick Irish accent, right? Yeah. What's funny is they were actually initially wanting to cast all of the, the people for Silver Shamrock as redheads, but they just couldn't find enough, I guess. I mean, not enough redheads of the world. No, no, especially not in L.A. Like, <laughs> we got rid of them. It's like the... Can you imagine somebody saying that to John Carpenter? The director's like, can we cast everybody as a redhead? He's like, what the, <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? think this is? Get some red dye and we'll work on it. Like, <laughs> I mean, put a mask on him. Uh, yeah, well, we have plenty of masks. No, we don't really. We only got three. Well, we have plenty of three masks, <laughs> which uh, were all mass produced and sold to promote the film, too. Did, oh, were they all that shitty cloth or whatever they're using in the movies? Yeah, too? they were terrible. It's yeah. It was this... Uh, uh, These aren't even good masks. No. They're more like you put a sack over your head and suffocate type of mask. Yeah, they wouldn't have... In COVID, they would not have helped at all. You know, guys, wear your mask. Yeah. Huh? Wear your mask, even if it's going to turn your head into bugs. I got to tell you, the first thing that a kid would do if they got that mask mm-hmm. is take off the fucking five-pound weight on the back of it. No, the first thing they would do, apparently, is throw it against the wall, and we'll get to that. <laughs> so, this... I mean, like, did you ever get something and you're like, what the hell is this, like, heavy, like, tag on this? Yeah. The first thing I would do is oh take that God. off. So... It's like you shoplifted it. So, I've got a nine-year-old, and literally, like... It doesn't matter how small the tag is on her shit. She'll put it on. She'll be like, oh, I love this. And then she's like, hey, uh, Dad, can we cut this thing off? So I'm like, well, I mean, you want to talk about cutting things off? I'm the axe. So clearly I can take care of that. (laughs) And you do always bring a soundboard with you. I do. I do. Oh, God. It's so awkward in the bedroom for my poor wife. So awkward. I mean, I love it. Like, I've heard that you go to local subways and other places and you just, you bring the soundboard with you, right? I'm always getting kicked out of subways. I I have a very large pair of pants that I used to fit into when I'm in there. Yeah. uh, I'm like, hey, uh, who who wants a $5 foot long? You know what I mean? (laughs) Boing, boing, boing. Yeah, don't I don't you know what I'm gonna I'm gonna clip that and, and I'll use that for my boner sound as you sing boing a boing a boing. <laughs> hey, slide some mayo on that, would you? Whoop, hey. whoop. <laughs> so this fucking movie has been covered by Oh yeah, so many Halloween pod- three. Halloween um, four. So guys, been- <laughs> um Michael Myers makes a bunch of masks yeah. that have computer chips in them. And it'll yeah. turn your head into he, snakes. He turns his partner, Dana Carvey, into a master of disguise. And then him and Minnie Me go off and 
No, wait. I, those fat bastard. He was the Irish one, right? Yeah, yeah. I think so. But he was Scottish. So, yeah. He was Scottish. But <sighs> I wish that Cochran was really Irish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, Dr. Tom. <laughs> I can't do an Irish accent. Do it. Come on. <laughs> You're in for a fucking penny. Uh, how does that guy from the Lucky Charms <laughs> talk? He's like, I, I hope you would enjoy my cereal product, sir. Yeah. They're magically delicious. They are splendid. There is no uh, horrible impersonation going on over here. I'm not going to say Faith nor Begora. Um. Yeah. How do you... Uh, nah. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. I, I don't think I can pull out an Irish right now. No. No. All right. Anyways, so, it's a, I did like that Halloween. they had the Blarney Stone or whatever that was appear at the end of the movie. That was fucking great. It was Stonehenge, but we'll we'll get well part of Stonehenge. So this is one of those movies that's been covered by a million podcasts. So I figured it'd be good to cover it. You know, yeah, that's why we're doing this. Yeah, you know, hey guys, like how many times people listen to people talk every scene through Halloween three? Yeah. Well, I'll tell you this right now, it won't be like this podcast. No, 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 no. no. This, this is going to be wonderful. So we cut to some cool. Uh, Eddie has written a nice little joke, everybody, yeah, for the name. Because, you know, this is a visual medium. We should tell them what they're seeing. Yeah. Um, that Eddie has named this chat room that we're talking <laughs> in right now, guys, Holopene 3. Yeah. It's got like him. A... Got all of you. <laughs> it's like a dick that's hollow, which I think all dicks are hollow. I think I they are hollow. I, I think mean, that I, the I inside inspected... of it is just a big hole. I haven't inspected every dick, but I have enough. to assume. <laughs> I've inspected enough. Uh well, you do have uh, a special celebrity guest coming on your podcast soon. <laughs> oh, yeah. Thank you so much for reminding me. We're going to be doing Bullvember next month. Uh, a... <laughs> Man, you've just bowled me over. <laughs> well, it's not Blairvember. It's Bullvember. Bullvember. That's fine. Yeah. We're all in the grind, <laughs> the grind Biniverse. Yeah, so. yeah. The Grind Bin, our sister podcast. Uh, the only covering... time uh, that you should do a theme month for a podcast is November because it just you know it just has a better ring. It does, yeah. So we're going to be covering all of the uh, the collective works of Uva Bull, and I've landed an interview with him. Oh uh, man! Which that's what we're gonna we're gonna cap. You didn't him tell him that the woods going to show up, so <laughs> no, no. Just wait for that. Gonna, I'll I'm have gonna, my Irish accent ready by that date. In the middle of it, I'll be like, by the way, Uva Bowl, you're in the woods now. Yeah. And it'll be you and that guy you found on Twitter that has the same name as you. Yeah. So and he's going to have to guess which one's the real one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <sighs> so the intro graphics, if this took a month to make. By effects... Well, it takes a month to play. <laughs> it really does. It's the longest damn credit sequence in history. It was by effect designer John Wash, uh, who went to the same university as John Carpenter oh. and Tommy Lee Wallace. So that's something to. Oh, well, that's think great! About. Yeah. Bunch of college boys, yeah, Some real screwballs or whatever college they went to. Yeah, the California one. So yeah. speaking of California, John used to go by the name John Erection. So <laughs> it was John Walsh and his son Adam got. Got beheaded, yeah. uh, <laughs> and John Jesus was a carpenter. Mm-hmm. John the fisherman. Mm-hmm. He was yeah. He was at a Primus concert in Northern California, October twenty third. Uh huh. And we start the movie with some old guy running away from something. 
Yeah, there's no context. He's just running through like a junkyard. Yeah, it's a very like I spit on your grave intro, except he doesn't get gang raped at the beginning like in Nail Gun Massacre. Oh. Uh, so we, we see mean, him. You know. Well, he might. <laughs> he I mean, might. It, we don't know. It looks like the bum later on is going to get raped, but we'll, we'll get I to that. I think he does. So there's a menacing car that's following the old guy, and the old guy tries to hide, but uh, then a, but he doesn't do a, do a good job because he just kind of like hides in plain sight. He's kind of although you know down. what? Maybe some people could say that's the best way to hide, Eddie. In Be hidden sight. in plain sight. Yeah. yeah, could be. He he doesn't do any sort of like a tuck and roll or anything. We're not getting a like crawling prone position. Like yeah, that's Metal the Gear classic Solid. move for hide and go seek, Eddie. Is uh, tuck and roll. Yeah. But he doesn't do any of that shit. He he just kind of like crouches behind a car. And yeah, and he's like, ah! Some some suit pops up behind him. Oh, no. And pins him to the ground. And this is, I think, where you're talking about he might get raped, but he doesn't. Because he, yeah, he grabs... Yeah, I mean, he looks like it. Like, imagine like one of those guys from the Matrix trying to rape an old man in a junkyard. Okay, which one? One of the twins? One of the... What do you mean? No. <laughs> One of the Agent Smith guys. Oh, one of the Agent Smith guys. Imagine Hugo Weaving is trying to yeah. rape an old man in the junkyard. Well, not Hugo. It's like maybe that blonde guy, you know? Yeah, the one, one of the twins. Get... Yeah, one of one of those guys. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, it's... By the way, a blonde guy. They couldn't get a redhead? Yeah, real. right? I mean, come on. So, he's got him pinned down. He's going to rape him. But the old man <laughs> finds a chain. <laughs> This is uh, this is, this is what a way to start your movie, right? Like, it's so is, weird. Like, they want to know why this shit bombed. I'll yeah. tell you this: your first kill. Go ahead, Eddie, please. So, so there's apparently like somebody built a cement wedge that he put behind the tires of a car and attached a chain to it. Yeah, like what that'll the, stop it. What the fuck is the point of that? So the old man grabs the chain. I just put it in park. Yeah, pull the e-brake, put it on a flat surface. Yeah, something. I it's don't like know. A revo- or like a reverse boot. Yeah, you know I mean? oh, like... it is. Yeah. So he, he, and the old man, like I imagine, this has got to be kind of hard to pull out because it's a concrete wedge that's stuck under a car. So there's a fair amount of pressure. But the old guy kind of pops it right out, and the car just rolls back, and we get a cool like sandwich action. I don't, on, and I don't know if I described it as cool. But I thought it was pretty cool. It's um, on the about one mile suit. an hour. <laughs> it's pretty slow. You ever seen a guy like get crushed by a car going one mile an hour? Well, I saw a guy get steamrolled in uh, Austin Powers. Speaking of Mike Myers, uh, very slow. Oh, I thought slow. you meant in real life. <laughs> yeah, I, like, saw man, Mike, move. I saw Mike Myers run over a homeless man one time in real life. It was... Uh, <laughs> Classic Myers. Classic Myers. I told him, oh, behave. He's doing a bit. <laughs> and he, he, like, when he gets off, he takes a bow. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, Mike, what are we going to do with you? You're a real Matthew Broderick. Uh, so another guy in a suit gets out of the car and, and runs away. Another one of these Matrix guys. Yep, another one of these Agent Smiths. And... It's like an hour later or so, and we're at some Okay, this, hold on. I got a lot to say about this. Okay. The the movie tells me it goes one hour later. <laughs> yeah, 
why? And I'm like, I don't need to know that because as we'll learn, that I don't need the context. You can just cut to another scene. That's fine. I understand there's a time jump. Also, I don't need it. Like, are, is this guy, like, so into geography? He's like, yeah, but you need to know how far this gas station was from that junkyard we'll never go to at the rest of the movie. No, no. We we have to know. We have to have a re- very real sense of space. Because in the next episode we're doing about Halloween 4, mm-hmm. they don't really communicate a sense of space very effectively. And we do revisit a junkyard there. So, Oh, okay. Just, Was just, it this junkyard? Well, it might be. You'll have to stay tuned. It's in the Halloween-iverse? <laughs> it's in the Ween-iverse? The Except for Halloween proper takes place in Ohio, and this is in Northern California. But Well, you know. It's it's like in the, the Nightmare on Elm Street series. There's a Halloween in every town. You know? <laughs> <laughs> a Halloween in every town. You're damn right. So we we see the suit chase him off uh, like you said an hour later to some shitty gas i'm station. glad i know that though yeah i mean i know i told you that i didn't need to know it but i'm glad i do yes yeah because now we have a context for but uh, to make it real i paused the movie for an hour that's and good then i came back yeah. so i could get an idea of how much time it actually took. man he was running a long time well yeah you told me that what you did was you actually went outside and you ran around the block for an hour which yeah. I thought was that's that's like a very method version of watching a movie. You know, I'm um, dedicated to your show. Well, it's to to the, the love of the craft, right? Yeah, of filmmaking. You bring the wood on here. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. So, where there's uh, the news is on, and they're like, "Hey, I guess <laughs> some dude stole a piece of Stonehenge." Yeah, the uh, news we'll talk is about on. that later. Somebody stole a stone edge, but hey, check out this commercial, guys. Check out this commercial for masks. And it's so when uh, for this podcast, when's the last time you, you watched this this movie? Honestly, you know, it was last year. You you didn't watch it for the podcast. That's very unprofessional. No, no, no. I, but other than the podcast, which no, no, I watched no. it. I actually Four. watched it today during my lunch break and then I finished it after work. Very good. Because uh, I recorded song, an episode of The Grind Bin last night. Mm-hmm. The, show our I've sister never podcast, heard. The Grind yeah. Bin. Um, this song is going to be stuck in your head for a week. Well, it's been stuck in, yeah, for two weeks now. Well, yeah. We that's say that we're, yeah, we waited. A, a right, we're, in the, record, we're yeah. in the future now. Okay. Um, so, yeah, we go to the stupid commercial, and then lightning strikes outside of the gas station. And the power goes out. And we should say, by the way, that we are watching a man watch TV for five minutes. Yeah, conservatively. And he's five not minutes. saying really anything. He's just watching it, and we're just kind of like cutting back, and they're like, "Oh yeah, he's still there." Yeah, I like how it just shifts to this guy's story. By the way, <laughs> the gas station attendant, which would be a better movie, maybe it, might, it might be because he does come back later, and he's like, "Remember me?" And I'm like, "Yeah." He's again, and it's a reference I've made several times in summer school. The guy at the beginning who's like, "I need to use the bathroom," gets the bathroom pass, and then comes back. Yeah, he returns at the end of the movie. He's like, "Ah, my zipper was stuck." Got him. Got him. Uh, so I use that excuse all the time. I was late to this podcast. I was like, "Man, my zipper got stuck." Yeah. So. The so. lightning strikes, the power goes out, gas station attendant, he's out <gasps> looking around, and uh, 
Yeah, guy. I think he just says like one thing. He's like, "What? Yeah. <laughs> huh? Huh?" Walks he around outside. Up. He gets the lantern and he's walking around outside. And yeah, the old man from before grabs him and he says, uh, "They're coming, and, and they're gonna kill us all." <laughs> man. Which I might have emoted that better than the old man did, to be honest with you. Well, you know, he was on the ground with that agent. We don't know. He gave him running over and he goes, they're coming. And the guy's like, well, well I don't oh, I want mean, to be part of this. I already did, but, you know. <laughs> so then, then uh, they, they drive off. They, and they he's load like, up. did you hear that somebody stole Stonehenge? <laughs> he's like, what? He's like, take me to the hospital. I've been running for an hour. It's like, how the fuck did he steal Stonehenge? That's very large. Do you like, think nah, that was what they talked about on the way to the hospital? He's like, how did they do that? I think they sat in silence just listening to that commercial play over and over on the radio, which we find out it is also a radio commercial. Yeah. Because why not? I mean, it doesn't make sense for later in the movie, but... Yeah. No, it could not be on at the all. radio sometimes. You know, maybe get, you gotta get, you gotta watch nine p.m. on Halloween. Well, you, you to... know what I was doing at nine p.m. on Halloween? No, what? I don't know. Yeah, me That's either. In the future, I know you have to uh, cross across all sorts of different kinds of media, which is why you should go to patreon.com forward slash bloody bits on our Patreon. We actually oh, have a twenty-four hour radio station. That's running and it plays the best of Coast to Coast AM with Art Bell as well as old time radio horror. Yeah, you're not gonna know George Norrie on that shit. No, fuck that. Art Bell only. Only. Did you know that one time George Norrie was out of, uh, he was off work for a week because he burned his mouth with a pizza roll? <laughs> really? Yeah. By the way, you are famously a huge fan of pizza rolls. Let's talk about that for a second. You know, I'm not a big pizza roll fan, but I am a big Art Bell fan. Yeah? Yeah. Now, pizza rolls are best cooked in an air fryer. Yeah, that's what I have. Yeah. yeah. So you're a big Art Bell fan. Let's talk about Art Bell. Yeah. (laughs) Let's let's forget this Let's talk about Mel's Hole. Mel's Hole. (laughs) Let's talk about Madman Markham. (laughs) That's okay. You really think he he disappeared that couch? He might have. He might have. He could still be in there. It could be a hide a mel. You know, like a hide a bed, but a mel. Damn. The death couch, the couch that eats. My favorite one is when that guy flew over Area 51, apparently. <laughs> He's like, I'm doing it, Art, I'm doing it. And then he. And you hear he, nothing. You just hear, like, yeah. <laughs> and that's it. And he's just like, oh. Well. Yeah. My, my, my favorite with Art Bell will always be the guy that pretended to be. Gordon Freeman from Half Life calling oh, up, God. saying that he got a gig working at Black Mesa, and oh man, you there's know the this, most. Oh God, there's this G man that's following me around in a suit. And, <laughs> well, you you know about the the f- most famous caller on Art Bell that you can still find clips of is the Area 51 caller that says he he used to work there and. Mm-hmm. There's all these interdimensional uh, beings and all this stuff, and then Art Bell's power went out while the show was actually broadcasting, mm. and he uh-huh. lost 15 minutes of air. And okay. everybody's like, man, that was really fucking weird. Uh, and people will still play that as like, damn, this must have been something. Well, if you're a true Art Bell fan like me, you know that that guy actually called back a month later, and he's like, nah, I was just fucking around. <laughs> Perfect. He actually admitted to it, and then he was like, "Well, can you do the voice so I would know it's you?" And he does it. And it's it's the same guy. 
He's like, uh, I just want to tell everybody, like, that was a gag. Yeah, nailed it. Yeah, and so then you know good. what? People don't know it's a gag still, so it's great. No, we believe Anyway, we so in Halloween work. 3, they make these masks. Yeah, so they're making these masks. Tom, uh, you know, he's fucking going to oof. visit his kids, right? Uh-huh. He goes to visit his kids, and he's got masks, but his masks suck. And yeah, he does bring some shitty masks because, first of all, the only reason he's got that paper bag is to put his fucking bottle of King Viper or whatever the fuck it is, King Cobra. Oh, yeah, right? he's got some Night Train, some Mad Dog 2020 just clinking together like he's fresh from the liquor store. He was at the liquor store, and he bought those cheap-ass masks, right? Because <laughs> yeah. he's like, oh, shit, because I do got to go see my kids at some point, right? So, so I had a buddy who said that all of the shit that's on the counter of a liquor store is designed to keep an abusive home together. So it's like no. you got the panty rose that's up there. Boner pills. Boner pills, yeah. yeah. And then a uh, little wind-up car. So, yeah, that makes perfect sense. Yeah. So these were like two for a dollar. <laughs> he's like, throw it in the same bag. Yeah. Oh, God. So like he's got some bad like fireball cinnamon whiskey <laughs> that's leaking on the mask. Oh, Dr. Tom's totally a fireball type of guy. <laughs> It's making their eyes water when they put the mask on, but ugh. so that's when I realized I was an adult. Yeah, somebody was like, "You ever had this fireball?" Yeah, and I was like, "What?" And then they gave me some of that stuff. I'm like, "It, t- it tastes like I drank a Red Hot." Yeah, exactly. Like I'll give you a sack of Jawbreakers and some Johnny Walker Black, and then like just go to town, you know? Yeah. And the first second I took a sip of that, I was just like, "I'm old." Yeah. I don't like this anymore. Yeah, and then you just started marching into the ocean. You started loading some rocks into your pocket. I mean, I'm coming up on my carousel, so what do you mm-hmm. expect from me, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. he's And I love that the, the wife, like, he goes up to talk to her. Oh, and she's, she's my like, favorite. She's, oh. And it's the, the director's wife, actually, that, that plays <laughs> her, which is perfect, because he's like, you know what? You need to be more naggy and more bitchy. Just pretend we're at home. Do you know, I, so I have a lot of questions about this. Um, okay. Why would somebody ever wear a sweater over their their shirt, like over their shoulders, but not put the hands through it? That's definitely a choice. But why is it a choice? <laughs> um, because, like, you can just take a sweater off. That's, yeah. But if that's you want true. the sweater to cover your arms... Mm-hmm. But then you want to, like, still use your arms, but without the sweater arm? It's just, just going to fall right off. Yeah. That's that's a good So point. why? It, it reminds me of one of my favorite articles of clothing, the sweater vest, which is like, I really want my chest to remain yeah. warm. But, but my arms get too me, hot. Yeah, yeah, that's got to get... We'll let that vent. Uh, <laughs> but I was like, uh, I just wrote my notes. I was like, well, that's why they got divorced. I mean, come on, can't probably on a sweater. You know? Probably because she's she's great. Uh, he's a he, drunk and he can't. She can't put clothing on properly. Yeah, because he takes his jacket. People are off, a mess. His pager goes off and he's like, oh, I gotta, I gotta call in. And the wife's got this great line. She's like, drinking and doctoring, great combo. Got him. <laughs> It's like the old version of mad before we knew that it was a problem to drive drunk. Yeah. Yeah. Is it? Well, hold on. I got to check. Hold on. 
Because if if that's true, then we're gonna have some trouble picking my kid up from school next week. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> Look, wear a mask. Yeah, wear a mask, and then nobody can smell your booze breath. Mm-hmm. It's a positive. I I feel like I'm gonna go face shield for now on. Oh yeah, go riot gear. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah, go for it. I support that decision. It's my new choice. Mm-hmm. But I'd have to go in a store. That ain't gonna happen. No, you you better off just staying home. Yeah, I think I'll just I'll just stay here. Otherwise, you're gonna get sick and you're gonna end up in the hospital like that old guy. He's in the (laughs) hospital. (laughs) He's yeah, he's in the hospital. Nobody really knows why because he's not (laughs) sick or anything. He's He's just there. He fainted and then got driven. Yeah, also the guy, so the guy didn't call the ambulance at the gas station. It no. said he drove him there, which I was like, well, that, I mean, maybe he did want to kind of just talk to this guy for a while because it is lonely that night, you know? It's true. It's true. And the, my biggest problem is I have no idea how far away from the gas station the hospital is because no. I mean, they, they didn't come up with another title. It said an hour later. No. So this could be a day. It could be a week. Why didn't they just like, keep telling us what time of day it was? Oh, you just, know, they started in the beginning, but they should have never ended. Just have like a clock running on the bottom right hand. Yeah, corner. like 24. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the whole time we could put Kiefer Sutherland in it. It'll be wonderful. Just as soon as you see Dr. Chubb's ass, it's like, doot, 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 yeah. doot. That's when it's zeros out. Right when you see his bare ass. So <laughs> you know, somebody once was like, Kiefer, when do you go to the bathroom in that show? He's like, during the commercial. Yeah, come on. They're like, oh shit! Actually, that makes a lot of sense. So, yeah. it'd be great though if they instead you just saw him taking a shit for five minutes. I mean, like, they should have <laughs> once come back from a commercial break and he was, you know, belt doing his belt buckle and washing his hands. No, I want him just sitting on the toilet. Doot, doot, he's like reading doot, the paper. Just <laughs> like yeah, he's reading a Marmaduke, <laughs> taking a Duke and reading Marmaduke, taking a Duke and reading the Duke. <laughs> <laughs> the old guy's getting carted in the hospital and he's like holding this shitty mask. Yeah. Like in and he's like, I'm old. And they're yeah. all gonna they're gonna kill us all. They're kill they're gonna kill me, they're gonna kill you, they're gonna he's like pointing people specifically, they're gonna fucking kill you, points at the camera, they're gonna kill you all. And Dr. Tom's like But like what's wrong with them? Yeah. Good question. <laughs> Okay, why are we wheeling him in here? What's the problem? What happened? Who brought him in here? I got called down here. This is, like, isn't there an ER doctor? Yeah, I'm drunk, and you called me in here. Like, what are you doing? So, Is he the only doctor? I think he might be. So are they just like, well, hopefully we don't have any, like, patients for the rest of the night? I guess not, (laughs) because then he goes up and he, like, talks to the the nurse. After they drug, after they drug, the old man, and they use uh, 10 cc's of Thorazine. Oh, which is boy. Here we go. It's pre- a Halloween movie. Yep, which is precisely the drug that Dr. Loomis used to drug Mike Myers after he made uh, The Love Guru. <laughs> Don't you think it would have been good, though? If like, Do you think Donald Pleasance was like kind of gunning for another cameo in this movie? Oh, can you imagine if Donald... We cast Donald Pleasance instead of Tom Atkins. Yeah. So it's just him sucking on just the girl's him, nipple. Yeah, like him having sex with a younger girl who comes oh. out to him. And he keeps telling her about Michael. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
He's evil on two feet is what he is. How come not like any one of those Halloween movies somebody like, would you just shut up? God. Because he's like the doomsayer from You just uh, go Cabin. on and on about one patient. Like, oh, God, Michael this, Michael, Michael that. Come on. Because he's like the doomsayer in, in Cabin in the Woods. The, the You're doomed. You're all going to... But he's like the protagonist. It's wonderful. Yeah. He's he's in Burger King's telling the guy behind the <laughs> counter about it and everything. Yeah, they're like, look, yeah, sir. sir, do you want cheese on the Whopper or what? <laughs> like, because we got to go. <laughs> okay, we'll hold the tomatoes. Just fuck off. Did you say Diet Coke or did You're, I tell you? I'm going to die? What? I don't know. Thorazine. So... The doctor dude walks off with this nurse, and he grabs her ass real quick too, which is oh, pretty well, cool. Oh, this is where we learn. Well, he's a sex guy. Well, he's a sex guy. And I mean, we, look, we do have to say he's not cheating on his wife; they are divorced. Mm-hmm. So, Doctor Tom is kind of mm-hmm. you know he's going through his uh, midlife crisis here, and he's uh, he's all about the ladies. Well, I don't know if it's a crisis because he's just fucking. Oh, it's a crisis. Oh, okay. So, well, he's sweaty all the time. He's trying to solve yeah. crimes. At one point, I I thought he was going to like just stop and be like, "What am I doing?" Like <laughs> I'm a doctor. Has like an internal crisis, real quick. <laughs> like this isn't even my job. I wanted to be a a dancer. Like what's going on? I felt like I seriously felt Eddie at one point. He was going, "Wait, hold on a second. I already had sex with her." Yeah. Oh well. Okay. Yeah. We'll we'll get into that in a second. <laughs> and he was gonna be like, "Why? Wait. Why am I in this factory? The whole so, reason I came on this trip." So yeah, the nurse. He's like, "Look, I'm gonna go sleep it off. Uh, is there somewhere?" She's like, "Yeah, the couch, in the the break room. Uh, there's some cookies and milk in the fridge. So like, is he eight? Like what? Are... <laughs> yeah. Okay. Cool. So he goes into the break room." He uh, has a cookie from the fridge, and he kind of You know this guy's up. the town Santa, too. Oh, God, no. <laughs> hey, hey, uh, nurse uh, hot tits. Uh, Want to see what's in Santa's old sack? Yeah, uh, uh, he absolutely is. He's the town doctor, the town Santa. Donald Pleasance would have been a much better town Santa. I just got to say. Okay, guys, Donald Pleasance as Santa. You put, oh, dude, the Pleasance Clause... <laughs> or how about like a bad Santa but with Donald Pleasance? Get Ooh. Billy Bob out of here. I I am I'm I'm in immediately. Uh so he's taking a nap on the couch and uh uh one of the guys from the Matrix comes in <laughs> and just like walks up to the he's old guy. He's looking for Neo, right? But he just for... finds this old guy instead. Instead he finds Orifice because he <laughs> Hey. Hey, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> and this is actually a pretty cool death scene he he like gouges the dude's eyes a little bit and then like hooks, just a little bit a little bit right? just to get a grip yeah and then he like hooks his thumbs under the bridge of the nose and it's like pops it out yeah which i didn't know that killed a guy but i mean it couldn't be i good. mean he was old that's true. <laughs> you know, maybe it was his time. <laughs> so he's, he's like, wow, shit. Now I got crap all over my gloves. This is sucks. So I do he- like that. Like he's all, you know, even with what we know he's going to do it a bit. He's right. like, well, I'm not going to, I ain't going to die dirty. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. <laughs> yeah. 
He's like, oh, this, this is this will never pass muster. I got old man <laughs> shit all over me. He, so he starts smearing them on the, the the blinds, and the nurse walks in. It's like, hey, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, that's the best part. She goes, wait, what are you doing here? Like, yeah. what what's this about? Hey, you're not carnival staff. Uh, <laughs> 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 fucking the dude just walks off, and then yeah. she. Gee, the nurse screams because there's a dead body in there now. And they're not used to seeing dead bodies in the hospital. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I almost felt like Dr. Todd was going to run up and be like, what the fuck? So what? He's dead. Like yeah. 20 of those a day. He's old. What do you expect? Old people yeah. die. Put him downstairs. Uh, I almost expected that Dr. Tom was going to be dead. Like he wasn't doing too good. <laughs> but no, he springs to life and he gives chase. Well, he hears a woman screaming. He's chasing after it. Well, he's trying to run out of the building is because he heard a woman screaming. Oh, no. Oh, shit. (laughs) Not again. They found my Santa suit. Shit. (laughs) Fuck. So, and Mr. Suit very, very uh, calmly walks over to uh, his car. And it's funny. If you go look up the trivia facts for this, there's a dude who just has, like, 19 trivia facts in a row that's just the year model and make of every car in the movie. So, fact <laughs> Oh, guys. that was me. Oh, okay. So, which I'm one? I'm a big uh, movie car fan. Yeah, yeah. Famously, uh, yeah. Uh, Mike Wood, movie car fan. What car uh, was he in here? Uh, it's a Buick. Buick, that's right. Yeah. So, the suit, or uh, uh, Mr. Matrix, goes in there, and he goes uh, straight up, Tick Wan Nuck, uh, that's the yeah, monk does. who lit yeah. himself on fire in protest of the prosecution of the Buddhists in Vietnam. Damn. Yeah. And he's dumps gas all over himself. And uh, well, he lights you know, up. What I do like, though, is that he didn't just do that in the hospital, right? He had yeah. He went into his car, mm-hmm. poured gas on himself in the car, and then gave himself like a casino, like he he lights himself on fire, and then the car explodes, which I loved. Yeah, yeah. I was like, that's fine. Then they didn't just tow that away, you know? Yeah, well, I mean, but they don't tow it away. I mean, uh, you know, well, maybe just keep it as a souvenir. The crime scene, you know. So now no, the cops no. showed up. I mean, and... what's the crime, Eddie? We saw him do it. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I guess it was suicide. Put it in the crusher. Yep, he's fine. So the cops show up, and the doctor's telling the cops, like, uh, look, man, these uh, two guys died here today, and uh, hold on a sec, I gotta go make a phone call. <laughs> Which, this phone call to the wife. Oh, God. With the, you know, uh, the one thing I notice about this phone call is that that guy has the most comical-looking uh, fireman's hat on. <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. You know, there the guy a... in the room, like, drinking a cup of coffee? Yeah. That yeah, Dr. Like Tom keeps there. talking to, right? He wasn't talking. He was on the phone. Well, no, but look, when Dr. Tom's on the phone, mm-hmm. he says something. Like, he looks over and he goes, he's, oh, my ex-wife on the phone. Like, he can oh, hear the conversation yeah, yeah. or some shit. Like, that guy doesn't care. He's here because you got a charred body in the front. Yeah, which, by the way, the the his his outfit that he's wearing, the fireman, Real top notch. Like, it it looks, looks like a police guy with a fireman's hat on. Like he's looks, doing double duty. It looks like a silver shamrock fireman's <laughs> outfit. 
not great. So he's, yeah, he's telling his wife, he's like, look, two people died here tonight. No, no, it wasn't me like committing malpractice this time. It was, it was an accident. I think I don't, I don't know. Anyways, I can't see the kids, so uh, yeah. you're gonna have to, you know, yeah. do something with them. I mean, they're I used know, tuck to tuck them in. They're used to this by now, but what what can I say? What Tom? Tom He's been yeah. home in years. The first time they'd seen him since they were like five was when he came in with those plastic masks. That's very true. So we cut to the next day, and it's the car outside that's still smoking, which is great. Well, you know, it's too hot to touch. Mm-hmm. Got that too thing cooled down. And old guy's daughter comes in to ID the body. Oh, that, I love is, this, though. I love this. Yeah, this is Ellie. Because she runs into the room and she goes, get it over with. Yeah. That's the first thing she says. Get it over with. Where is he? Him? Just do it. Pull the pull the cover off. Let me see him. Oh, my God. Ugh. Gross. You didn't tell me he'd be dead. <laughs> That's a shock. <laughs> and it's funny because she doesn't even like seem that pit, like that sad. She's th- she didn't care. It's later like, on, well, look, there's a lot of weird parts about this because there is a part later where um dr dan dr tom will say to her like he said he loved you that was his last word she's like yeah right not like alluding to like they never had a good relationship but then one scene later she'll be like he was the nicest man ever maybe he's seeing like future shades of his children (laughs) that could be this that's a very good point uh but no, she IDs the body. Cop says, uh, yeah, a guy busted in here, killed him. He was probably on drugs. Yeah, I love this. She's like, yeah, it kind of looks like my dad, but he's got like a scrunch face. Yeah, he looks like my dad if you like pulled his head apart. Which, Yeah, they're like, man, you seen drugs? Oof. Oof. Man, it's like smashing an egg with a frying pan. I do know? love that they like describe the whole scene to her, right? They're like, so it was a dark night. Yeah. Okay, it was... Look, it sucked. Like, he was pissed. I was screaming. We had to, like, sedate him. He shit there himself. A... <laughs> there was this guy that walked in. You ever seen The Matrix? Kind of dressed yeah. like one of those agents, right? No, not one of the room. twins. One of the agents. Just pokes a little bit in the eyeballs, rips his face, kind of, like, mangles the skull. Mm-hmm. And we're like, what? And then he goes out in the car and lights himself on fire, monk style. I mean, mostly... That's what I think happened. I was passed out on a couch after I ate some cookies and grabbed the nurse's ass. But you know. <laughs> Classic Tom. I'm just a doctor. What do I know? Yeah. Uh, so Doc's like, all right, well, I'm going to go talk to the coroner, I guess, to see if it was really drugs. And, and here we meet Teddy. Oh. Know? Teddy. She's she's splendid. She's, she's just a class act. Uh. They fucked, right? They fucked before. That's of course they have. He talks about taking her out to dinner all the time and all the time. Yeah, yeah. no, this is his. Uh, this is his current girlfriend at work. Okay, okay, that makes yeah. sense. That tracks. So like, but hey. also, they're not exclusive because she's actually she doesn't um, really care what he does with the rest of his time. That's good. So there's kind of an open thing. That's yeah. They got an yeah. That's what Doctor Tom needs anyway. You know. Uh, He's one step away from buying that fancy car, right? Yeah. Does he yeah. even have a car? No, he doesn't. He actually doesn't. 
I think he's got a van and it's in the shop. You, you know? think he's not allowed to drive anymore? Oh, no. Yeah, this guy's got some DUIs, I think. So he's talking to the coroner lady, and she's like, look, man, we're, we're still sifting through the ashes from that bomb. <laughs> so, yeah, remember uh, that car that was smoking outside? God, it's all over the place here. It blew up. Yeah. She's like, I don't I don't know how that guy died or whatever, but I like I haven't even found his body. Um so what what are we gonna do? I, I guess uh well, time to cut to the next day and where's the doctor? Well he's in the bar. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. His shift's done, Eddie. He can do what he wants. Dude, it is he's daylight. in the bar watching Ralph Batchke cartoons, apparently. Oh yeah, that's right. Okay, so <laughs> this this is like the funniest bar in town, by the way. They're just like watching Looney Tunes. <laughs> it is actually a Ralph Batchke cartoon. It is? Yeah. I didn't look that trivia fact up. Go ahead and yeah, regale us the wood with uh... No, that's it. Oh, okay, cool. Actually, uh don't worry, next week in the Halloween four episode, um Matt's gonna cover it. Yeah, he is famously a uh, cartoon guy. No, he just he retroactively went back and corrected everything I said in this episode. So, oh, uh, so he's like your uh, what's his name, Sam from Quantum Leap. Yeah, yeah, very good. And like he'll he'll turn to the camera at the end of it and go, "Not again." Uh, he's just Ellie. Oh shit, I'm getting fucked by Tom Atkins again. <laughs> no, that's when he goes. I'll stay here. You know what? <laughs> I think I'm going to be okay. He credits. Ziggy's like, oh, and he drops the thing of Jolly Ranchers. How did Quantum Leap end? Did he just like become a dog and that was that? Yeah, and then that became, um, was that Balto? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Balto was just Scott Bakula? Yeah. <laughs> then it became okay. Scott Dracula. Because oh. it's, it's a horror month. <laughs> Oh, I would I would pay to see that. He leaps into Dracula. Uh, do you think he tried out for that uh, Francis Ford Coppola Dracula movie? He, he did. And he was yeah. like, Scott, well, hey, the movie's called Dracula, and I'm Scott Bakula, so how it, about a little Scott Dracula? It, it and he turns rhymes. around with the teeth in. He does the two thumbs pointing toward himself, like, yeah. And uh, Coppola just looks at him and he goes, thanks, but no thanks, Scott. And he goes, not again. Womp, womp. So we're in the shitty bar. Oh, that's right. We're yeah. watching cartoons, and then he's like, hey, change that, change yeah. that channel. Because he's just Would like you? buddies with the bartender, I guess. I mean, he's the only guy here already, so. Maybe it's The Shining. Maybe this is like his his little own personal hell bar. But yeah. hey, yeah, change the channel. And it's it's the trailer for uh, the first Halloween movie. And here's yeah. here's a problem that I have. Don't show me a clip from a better movie in your movie. Because now I just want to watch that movie. <laughs> yeah. You're like, remember Michael Myers, everybody? Well, he ain't going to oh, be in this movie. So yeah. sit down and watch this guy drink and talk about Halloween masks for a while. Yeah. And then the Silver Shamrock commercial comes on again. Ugh. And <laughs> old guy's daughter shows up at the bar and says, hey, the nurse told me that you'd be here. <laughs> I mean, they weren't wrong. I mean, no, no, they were right. But like, what the fuck? What what kind of life is this man living? 
the he best. I, I guess he's he is free where we are not. That's for yeah. sure. So now we get the introduction. Hi, my name's Ellie. Uh, my dad's dead, and I want some answers. Okay, so clearly <laughs> you go to the drunk doctor. Yeah, you got in, me in the, and he's like, I don't know what to, to tell you. Maybe you should get a detective or. That's when he did say, she's like, did you, did you, did he say anything to you? He goes, yeah. He said, tell Lily I love her. And that's when she goes, yeah, right. You're a terrible liar. Yeah. Yeah. And he goes, well, "Well, actually he did. And then he just recounts the whole fucking plot. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the old man came in and blah, blah, blah. Uh, Hey, you know, I always fancy a mystery. So let's, let's go. Cause he smells, he smells pussy. I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. So he buys a six pack of Miller. Oh God! Well, we're not there yet. So we we. So like while we're away, okay. So he takes scene, a shot at the bar. Mark a six pack of Miller. Okay. No. Okay. So he took a shot at the bar. We saw him drink here. There's one. Yeah, we did. Okay, okay. So we saw him drink. We've seen him drink twice now because when he yeah. walked into um, the house with his kids, he took a little nip off the uh, yep. the flask that he had in his pocket. Yes. So. Now we go off to her father's drugstore, I guess. Okay, this is... <laughs> Which we didn't know he owned a store. No, no. Well, what? whatever. Why not? Cause, and this is when she says, one scene later, she goes, he was the nicest man ever. And he Even always... Even though she said there was this whole thing about how, like, he he never said he loved her. Well, I don't... Maybe yeah. just not to her, I guess. Yeah, yeah, he was a very nice guy. Not to me. He used to beat the shit out of me. He would beat me until he could barely lift his arms again. But the kids that came into the store, he loved them. Oh, yeah, yeah. He would give them a free Tootsie Pop if they found the one that had the Indian shooting at the star on it. Even though oh, that man, wasn't legend. like an official promotion, he'd just do it. But man, he would just <laughs> fucking wail on me with his belt and... The spirit would take him, the evil spirit of alcohol. Anyhow, yeah. he kept a really good diary. <laughs> yeah, he kept the best notes. Uh, she's like, he kept. He was an incredible bookkeeper. Yeah, yeah. So let's take a look at his books. And uh, they do. And he's like, all right, so it looks like on the 20th, he went to Santa Mira to go pick up a shipment of masks. Hmm. And she's like, oh, these, the masks that are behind me on display that he's clearly not out of. Yeah. Yeah, those ones. Okay. Because so, also um, store owners go to pick up their own masks. They can't ship them. No, you know? no. So if you run a store, actually everything that's in the store, you have to drive to the factories and pick up. Yeah, it's crazy. It's hard, man. Especially a drug store. Oh, my God. Like, God, I got to go pick up Prilosec. I got to go pick up Seattle. Got to get all these drugs. Got to get some Blue Chew. Like, man. Then I got to get the divorced dad counter. (laughs) Yeah. So, all right, cool. I guess we're going to go out there and see what happens. And this this is the scene you're talking about. Yeah, because so Dr. Tom has a six pack of Miller. Miller High Life. Oh, is it the High Life? Ooh, it's Miller High Life. Oh, he's Tall living, boys. Oh, my God. He is living the life, dude. He's got the little bubbles and everything. Oh, the and champagne it's, of beers. 
Uh-huh. And it's so fun because he's on the phone telling his wife, like, look, I can't pick the kids up again. <laughs> like, yeah, he's like, no, but it's it's really important this time. Yeah. I understand I said that last time, but I, it's it's really important. Look, I got to go. What do you what do you mean? No, I don't know the name of the hotel. Yeah. That's what he says. Where. I don't I'm... know the name of the hotel that the conference is at. Yeah, because he says he's going to a doctor's conference, and it's yeah. very boring. But and look, man, for the he's going for the gold medal of sh- piece of shit father. So of yeah. course you get the champagne of beers, and it's great because you see him talking, and his head is obscuring the six pack. And then he just moves his head back, and you see it, and you're like, there we go. Oh, he's a high-life type of guy. There we go, Tommy boy. And he says, though, he does promise his ex-wife, he's like, look, I will be back in time for them <laughs> to go trick-or-treating. Yeah, Just sure. remember that. I'll be there. He'll be there. I promise. Hangs the phone up and, uh, like, pivots, does, like, a 360 move, grabs the beer, scoops them up, and gets into the girl's car yeah she's driving he can't drive no so we're off to santa mira and i made a note of this she said it was 38 miles from here to convince him to get there right yeah because it's like "Ah, he didn't need convincing eddie he was gonna go to he if she said 500 miles he would go and if she said 500 more he would yeah yeah and then he'd walk 500 more yeah. And <laughs> by the time they get to Santa Mira, uh-huh. he's out of those six beers. Of course he is. <laughs> he drank six tall those are, boys. Those are road beers, buddy. Yeah, in 38 miles, he drank six tall boys. Good for you, Tom. I mean, that is a that is a trip right there. That's 38 a- miles for, you know. I, okay. you know, in my college days, I would go golfing, and I had a friend. He would drink a beer a hole. Mm. At the end of the end of the course, he drank eighteen Coors Lights. Wow. Yeah. That's a, that's a. How's he doing, by the way? <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's, just just in. He's dead. No, he's fine. He's the course pro. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Let me damn tell you alligator whole, bit his hand off. By hole twelve, he was he was pretty much done with golfing. Oh, I'm sure, I'm sure. I went golfing one time in uh-huh. my life, and uh, that that's a story. Yeah, I did. Yeah, well, you did uh, it right. That's a story for another time, though. <laughs> okay, so barrel hole. We're off to Santa Mira, which, by the way, is where Invasion of the Body Snatchers took place, and oh. an Irish businessman bought yeah. up the dairy factory here, and. Turned it into a practical joke slash mask factory. And we should say a world-renowned yeah. mask factory. These are Silver Shamrock is considered like the Coca-Cola of Halloween masks. Mm-hmm. It is like the top of the top, right? The biggest yeah. of the biggest. It's the yeah, it's the pinnacle. It's the upper yeah, echelon. They only got three. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Uh, what are the three again? It's pumpkin. Pumpkin, witch, and skeleton. And skeleton. <laughs> skeleton. <laughs> they don't look good. It's like an In-N-Out, right? Like, they're not going to add anything to the menu. Yeah, the difference is In-N-Out's burgers are good. Yeah. And these masks their fries are, are bad. Their fries yes. are the, real, ri- the, the oh. real witch of masks, you know? <laughs> 
Yeah, In and Out's fucking fries can just fuck right off. Oh, they can. The worst. They're horrible. Worst. You can get peppers on your In and Out burger, by the way. Ask for uh, chilies. They're oh, really yeah, good. No, it's good. Yeah, good stuff. One time, you know, you go to In and Out, you're like, yeah, you ever heard of salt? Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I'm going to go get some In and Out, actually. That right sounds now. good. Thought... Let's pause it. <laughs> Let's pause. All right, we're back now. All right, um, yeah. Fries yeah, quick, still suck. Quick In and Out, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, anyways, you ever heard so, of the Santa Mira? Yeah, Santa Mira. So they they devise a little play. They're going to do some recon at the gas station. Then they're going to get a hotel room and act like they're going to the factory to buy some masks. Well, yeah, this is what Tom sells her on, right? So Tom Atkins <laughs> yeah. is like, "Hey, here's the plan, right? Yeah, we're going to pretend we're married, and mm. yeah, we've consummated it. Yeah. Uh, we're going to pretend we're married, right? And then we'll get a hotel." For the night, right, and then just get some masks in the morning, huh? It's a good plan. <laughs> I mean, she's, I can't. Yeah, she's all on board. Look, don't hate the player, hate the game, because yeah, she is down to investigate. So he's never asked her her age. He's like, well, okay. Well, again, he will ask her her age later. I mean, it is rude. Well. That's true. You don't ask a woman her age. Yeah. But. I always start all my conversations with a new friend. I was like, so how old are you? Yeah. <laughs> it's a very good move. Yeah. Say, so, hey, uh, I really like your shoes. Tell me about your dad. <laughs> and then you ask What's your date of birth? D-O-B. D-O-B. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to need to uh, cut you in half and check the rings. <laughs> so she's. He says, all right, keep the hotel guy busy alone in this room. I'm oh. going to go sneak in and, and look around. So he sneaks and while in. he sneaks in, by the way, the hotel guy goes, we got new pipes. It's <laughs> yeah. oh. the big selling point of this one. Not that they have HBO or anything. He's yeah. like, we got new pipes. Eh. Yeah. The showers work now. This will come up later, too. It's a handy thing the showers work. <laughs> so... so. Oh, uh, Doc sneaks off and he uh, takes a look at the guest book, and he says, "Oh shit, there's uh, there's her dad's name. He he did check in here on the twentieth. Okay, well we already and knew that, but thanks, unlike Tom. unlike a Roach Motel, though he did check out. But uh, hey, whatever. Hey, hey. So just then, Buddy and Debbie Kupfer pull up in Cousin well, Eddie's trailer. What first comes up is a bike." Oh, because yeah. all we see from off screen is a fucking child's bike comes like flying onto the screen. And it almost hits him. It almost hits Tom Atkins, and he's like, the fuck? Yeah, it's like, shit. And then they're like, ah, we're sorry, I hope you're okay. And you're right, they're, they're riding around in Uncle Eddie's trailer. Yeah. His RV, right? Shitter's yeah. full. <laughs> yeah. And so and the doc tells the motel manager, he's like, look, man, I left you 40 bucks under the check-in book. I hope that covers it. Hotel guy's like, yeah, sure, why not? Walks toward the room. Another car almost fucking kills him. Like, what's going on here? Well, oh, I got a lot of problems with this lady. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. Isn't this, by the, isn't this, um, I read somewhere that this was Tom Atkins' real life wife. Is this Tom Atkins' real life wife? <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Okay, I'll, I'll go along with it. Yeah, this is Tom Atkins' real-life wife, and uh, <laughs> she actually tried to kill him here. <laughs> it was, well, 
you know, she saw what he was doing in that hotel room. Wow, about to do in that hotel room. He also hasn't seen his kids in 10 years, so. That's a good point, yeah. Uh, did, yes. Did you have any other problems Tom with Tom Atkins or? and the woman who played Marge were husband and wife at the time. At the time. And then they were divorced very soon after. <laughs> well, yeah, because, you know. Mm-hmm. Met his new friend, John Carpenter, and he's like, Tom, I got some roles for you. John's like, look, Tommy boy, I can get you all the young strange you could ever want. <laughs> I just have to sign contract with your blood so they make masks in this so town. they make masks in this <laughs> fucking town and that's what the lady's like look they make masks in this town yeah but Did you know that yeah and i'm here from san francisco my name is first last name and i have a shop at this address like, yeah she says the fucking street and everything what the fuck and then you know what else she says eddie she goes Wait, what day is it, Eddie? In the movie? Oh, they it's told us. Yeah, it's uh, a before Halloween day. It is um, two days to Halloween. Two days, yes. And she has come here from San Francisco mm-hmm. to buy more masks for her store. Right. And I was like, first of all, I think you're late. Yeah. Because you probably sold the bulk of those uh, already. Yeah, not a like, good time. Are you time. buying for next year or like who's running the shop? Well, that's a good point, too. So by the time you get back tomorrow, there will only be one day to Halloween. How long is the drive to San Francisco? From Northern California? Yeah, that could be eight hours. Yeah, like, see what I'm saying? Even, she, I'm, best case scenario, she gets that, that end of the day before rush. But at that point, like the hotel room, the gas, buying the masks, you're right, uh, uh, Mike. It's fiscally uh, not worth it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's a good thing she'll never have to worry about that. Uh, so. Oh, man. We Spoilers. we get in. We get into uh, back into the hotel room. Yeah. And we've, we've got We're Doc and, and uh, Ellie. And he's like, well, there's only one bed in here. So uh, I guess I'll go sleep in the car. Oh yeah, he pulled. Oh, this is Ooh, the way he move. does this. This is finesse because he goes. I was, I was oh, writing down uh, notes. Maybe I should get another room. And she goes, "Oh well, don't you think that would look suspicious?" And he goes, "Oh yeah, you're you're probably right. Well, um, so I'll go sleep in the car then, I guess." She's like, "What? Why are you gonna sleep in the car?" And he goes, "Well, it's better in the floor." She goes. Well, where do you want to sleep, Dr. Tom? <laughs> well, that's a stupid question. <laughs> hey So she made the move. She did. Just like she in the fog. She did. And they, uh, they kiss yeah. for, for a second. Then it's nighttime. I assume they fucked, but uh, maybe and they And Dr. Didn't. Tom, his real-life wife, Tom Atkins' wife, is just staying right next door. Yeah, listening to them against the wall. You think this was a nice little joke John Carpenter and uh, the director pulled on him? was like, hey, cast his wife for a role. You know, first day. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Well, that's a pretty funny joke, you know? <laughs> hey, we'll tell her she can be on set while it's going down. <laughs> then she'll be more comfortable. Am I right? 
Oh no, we, we cut the nighttime, and and we see there's like all these cameras that are scanning over the town. That's normal. Well, because also there's a big thing that comes on right. Yeah. It says, "Hey everybody, it's six p.m. Time oh, for the curfew." Yeah. Santa That's... Mira has a curfew at six p.m. So everybody, go inside and shut your doors. Yeah, so that's fucking creepy. And and I read somewhere two facts. One is that the phone operator is Jamie Lee Curtis, and the other one is that this is Jamie Lee Curtis, and both of them are wrong. And that, yeah, you'll read another fact that says actually none of that's true. Yeah, not only that, but the guy that wrote those facts sucks. And then that's yeah. in the that's in the definitely fact. not definitely not that guy who wrote the trivia about the cars. You know, right? Yeah, that guy's cool, and his dick's real big. <laughs> yeah, real He's, hollow. Never ever shit his pants at a Red Lobster. So, <laughs> so, but I mean, who hasn't though? Well, not Reading him. Red, I mean, good God, yeah. a brown lobster. So our hero Doc is like, <laughs> look, man. You know, that's what the last time you and I were in a Red Lobster, you did look at the waitress at one point. Oh, I'm sorry, the server, uh, and you said uh, they should call it Brown Lobster. Yeah. And she said, why do you say that, sir? And you go, well, you'll find out. (laughs) When you're you're cleaning off this seat, you'll find out, dude. Yeah, (laughs) dude. So our doctor's like, look, man, I need to go get a drink. (laughs) It's like, okay. So he drained that six-pack. We didn't see it. You're right. That was off screen. He drained the six-pack. He drained the snake. And he's going to go get something else to drink. So he, he goes off to the liquor store, and he runs into a friendly, uh, what's the term we use, um, person who is living in a house challenge, man. Yeah, I or, think that's the, yeah. the preferred term now. Right. And we'll just call him uh, Bobby. So he runs into a Bobby. Oh, I don't like this out, part. Out in public. Because <laughs> Bobby says to him, he goes... Hey, I don't have any diseases or nothing. Can I take a sip out of that bottle? Well, he says, hey, I don't got no diseases or nothing, buddy. And he pauses for a second. <laughs> and I'm like, where are we going Another person's this? coming on to Tom. Yep, yep. Are you underage, sir? <laughs> he goes, I noticed that bottle you're carrying looks a little heavy. Maybe uh, share a little with me? And the speed and finesse with which Tom Atkins gets the lid off of this bottle. It's just a smooth motion. Oh, yeah. It's so... He's like a... He does it like some major league infielder, you know? Oh, Like, they just, like... That's, like, instinct. They could just throw a guy out at first, right? Tom does that with the bottle. He does it like a uh, 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 sleight-of-hand magician. Yeah. (laughs) You know? He's like, okay, well, uh, uh, that's your card. Oh, shit, you're right. Uh, He's like the fucking bitch-ass David Copperfield of drinking, this guy. He really is, man. And the hobo takes a couple of slurps of it. and Like, well, hobo, what do you... uh, Or, sorry, person who is differently housing-abled. Yeah. He says, uh, what do you know about old uh, Cochran here? And he's like, that motherfucker. He's a cock. He sucks. That (laughs) son of a bitch. If he He was here right now... Cochran. Yeah, he's cock ring, you know? <laughs> yeah, that's what I like to call him. Mr. Cock Ring, yeah. you ask me. That piece of shit, and he jumps up on a milk crate, and he says, I'll tell you what I do to the son of a bitch, because he moved into this town, and he didn't hire any locals like a good guy like me, who clearly deserves a job because I'm yeah. stable. 
I don't have no diseases or nothing. I can pass a check. Yeah. Hey, you just brought in a bunch of damn mix from uh, Ireland. <laughs> and you're like, whoa, buddy. You've never seen so many guys with red hair at that factory. Yeah. Meanwhile, they all look Aryan, but whatever. <laughs> yeah, they look more like Nazis. They really do look like Nazis. And he says, I'll tell you what, though, the son of a bitch. This is going to be their last fucking Halloween in town. Because I'm going to get a case and a half of Molotov cocktails. <laughs> a half. I like that he said a case and a half. So I was like, yeah. okay, first of all, I like that he knows how many it's going to take. Right? Like He's right. like, it only take a case and a half. Also, half? <laughs> What's how? a half a Molotov? Like, Does he mean one singular half a Molotov? Or like then a case and then a half a case? Yeah, a case and a half of a case. A case and a Okay. Further question, what is a case mm. of Molotov cocktails? How does one I quantify mean, that? I'd say they run in a pack of 12, Okay, but I could okay. be wrong. We Maybe used there's to, six. We used to actually consider a 12-pack of beer bottles to be a half case. A 24-pack okay. was a case. Do you want to bet that this guy, I almost 100% think that he, he tried to make Molotovs out of, out of cans. <laughs> he might have. And then realized it didn't work. <laughs> He's like, ah, shit. You know what? He got like a 12-pack of Coors Light, went home, drank all the Coors Lights, and he's like, oh, fuck. And he threw the, the empty cans at the factory. They just shoot him away. And he's like, you know what? Next time I need a case and a half. Because that was not enough is the problem. Yeah, he's fully, he, has, he knows how many it's going to take. Yeah. Case and a half. He's done the math. He's crunched the numbers. Oh, God. So I wonder why they didn't hire him. Well, he <laughs> he stumbles off to his shanty house. Yeah, for a beer. Oh, he asks him for a dollar. He asks Tom for a dollar. And Tom, yeah, and Tom gives him a dollar. Acquiesce because he's a good guy. Well, yeah, and he he did some recon work, and and he also got to do some. Uh, he had a drinking buddy, and you know what's crazy is that's more than he's given his kids in ten years. That's very true. His relationship with the homeless man much better than with his kids. <laughs> Yeah, because we know he only paid 50 cents for those masks. So 50 yeah. cents a kid. Half That's kid. so true. Wow. Yeah. Wow, he took care of this guy. That's great because he, uh, the homeless man goes back to his shanty house and he's got a beer. And then I... <laughs> so he isn't house challenged. He does have a shanty, so... Well, yeah, yeah. And he's he's uh, having some dinner. <laughs> well, you know, like you do. And, and it looks like he takes spray cheese... And puts it he on. He does. It doesn't look like it, Eddie. He does. He takes easy cheese. <laughs> and just sprays it on He has an easy cheese taco. <laughs> I've never seen this before. <laughs> and two of the damn Matrix guys walk up to him, and he's like, ah, oh, guys, I was only kidding. <laughs> <laughs> and they, uh, one of them's behind him. The other one forces him to his knees. Uh-huh. And we've already heard he doesn't have a disease. We have heard that, and he kept yelling the word cock ring over and over. <laughs> yep, yep. And uh, you think they're going to get a little head off of this uh, homeless man. And boy, do they ever. Boy, howdy. And this is actually a really good effect. They grab his fucking head and just rip it straight off. Well, what's funny, though, is that it's all done in slow motion. Like, they, they yeah. rip his head off, well, but it's done, like, 
really like with a lot of like slow movements. Yeah. It's just yeah. like uh, 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 there goes the head. And then it's still spurting blood everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, you see a little like hanging vertebra off of the head. It's yeah. pretty cool. You've heard a hanging dong. He's hanging vertebra. He is hanging vertebra, and that's the end of our. Uh, that's the end of the movie. Thanks, everybody. The of- I'm the wood. Yeah. He's the axe. Yeah, we're uh, cutting it up here tonight. Jalapeno <laughs> <laughs> three. So we're back at the hotel. And we the- should have done Hollow Man on Halloween. Ooh, you know what? Next year. We'll you know what? That. Let's stop it now. Okay. Let's we'll go watch Hollow Man. All right. So speaking of hanging dong, <laughs> we got Kevin Bacon, ladies and gentlemen. So back at the hotel, the really annoying wife of uh, Tom Atkins is talking to Ellie and telling her like his, her life story. It's like, hey. Yeah, she's going on and on about how she runs that shop and who the eh. fuck knows. She's like, well, and these fucking masks. Because look at this, the the tag fell off when my four year old threw the mask against the wall, which <laughs> which also kind of ruins their plan. Yeah, if they come off that easy, you gotta sew that shit in there, man. Yeah, I mean, you, there should be like a final processing room where they make sure it's like sewn in really well. Yeah, they ever clearly. heard of a button? Yeah, they're cutting corners left, right, and center here. Just like just glued this on. What the hell kind of a second-rate operation? You know, if they had hired that homeless man, he could have been in charge yeah. of that. Because yeah. all I know, in that final processing room, all they do is just put a little Elmer's on it and stick it to the back of this mask. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. And plus, like, her four-year-old's throwing the mask against the wall. Like, I don't blame him. It looks like a piece of shit mask. I'd fuck it up, too. Sally's so like, all right, well, I'm going to go take a shower real quick so we can see uh, my boobs a little. So she yeah, walks in there. Just a little. And uh, uh, then Atkins' wife, she tucks in with a book. And we have this. You know what really upsets me about that shower, though? What's that? I, c- I got real upset about this, Eddie. Oh, it's because the glass was fogged, so you couldn't see her vagina. Yeah. yeah. It was actually because when she got dried off. So she, she gets in the towel. Mm-hmm. And then without even wiping herself off immediately goes and gets into the bedspread oh the covers and she's still wet and i'm like well oh my god oh god especially you know how upset i would be if i try to get into a bed and it's all wet and especially completely ass naked on a motel fucking bedspread exactly i was like there's all sorts of wrong with this and this is like early 80s motel bedspread there's critters there's Critters, the movie. Ghoulies, Langoliers. <laughs> you don't know what's in that room. I'm going to get one of them ghoulie rooms. Ugh. So, while that's going on, we see uh, the doc. He's calling into the coroner's office, and, and uh, she says, Ah, hey, yeah, we still haven't found any, like, body parts, which is the damnedest thing. Because yeah. uh, there's, like, car parts, but there's no, like, hair or teeth or, like, Which is even weirder, because he did have hair. He did, yeah. It wasn't red, but yeah, yeah. The doc's like, "All right, look, I got some fucking to do, so I'll talk to you later." Hangs up. He's like, "Yeah, do your thing." Goes into the hotel room, and here we see old daddy issues, Ellie. Oh she's, boy, uh, she's she's uh, raring to go, sir. She's she's in some lingerie. <laughs> 
You like how I say that? Lingerie. You know what was is really interesting about this, Eddie? Hmm. Think about how Ellie got to town. Okay. She at first drove from L.A. to where Dr. Tom works. Yeah. And then, without going home, uh-huh. went with him on a trip to Santa Mira. Yes. There was a comment early on where the guy who runs the hotel took out the one bag that they had, oh, which just yeah. was a tiny bag, and he says, boy, you pack light, and mm-hmm. she says, quote, we've had practice, which I still couldn't understand. Um, but in that bag, I guess all she brought was her, like, emergency lingerie. Like, maybe. she always travels with it, because, oh, like, <laughs> where's you know, the change of clothes coming from? Or maybe that six-pack of tall boys was in that, that bag. It would have fit pretty well. <laughs> maybe she got it from her dad's store. Maybe she's a damned prostitute. Oh, she <sighs> could have got it from the dad's store. That's a good point, too. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay. Well, he won't be needing this anymore. I'm going to yeah. go to the sexy aisle. Oh, yeah. You, did she put on that uh, Are You Ready for the Sex Girls song? Oh, yeah. There? You Well, you said there were some daddy issues. So oh, Yeah, there certainly are. Cause, and uh, Dr. Tom comes in and, is, and she's like, are you ready for the sex, girl? <laughs> I can't believe that song ever got fucking made. I can't so, believe Revenge of the Nerds got made. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it, it had some issues with consent, that's for sure. So the, the old Tom's sucking on her titty. And, dude. Yeah, that's an interesting thing I never wanted to see Tom Atkins do. No, because we just see his creepy mustache crawling around on her. Yeah, like, like a, a caterpillar. Yeah, like the hungry caterpillar from yeah. the children's book. So yeah, think nobody about that. knew, you know, that's the last page. Yeah. It's just Dr. Tom in a bed. <laughs> Sucking on a titty. Yep. So, man, this scene goes on way too long. And then, oh, yeah. Hey, Thankfully, we cut to them later, and they're laying in bed. Oh, the best scene of the movie. Yeah. And uh, then the commercial comes on the radio. Uh, as far as post-coital scenes, this might be the best. It's pretty good, yeah. So the commercial comes on the radio, and he wakes up, like, half hungover, half drunk, and he's like, turn the fucking, uh. <laughs> He's trying to Art Bell, and they keep playing this fucking yeah. Silver Shamrock commercial. And at this point, she's like, look, man, let's... Let's go for round two, Ellie is. <laughs> oh, she's ready. And he's like, you know, because he's an old man. Yeah. He's like, aren't you tired? No, he has a very specific question. He asks her here, sir. Well, he says it after, yeah, aren't you tired? Yeah. And then she looks at him and she goes, no. And then what's he say, Eddie? Hey, wait, how old are you? Tom. <laughs> okay, you already <laughs> fucked her. Yeah, it's uh, the deed's done. <laughs> yeah. You're not going to put... Is that like... Is that your mulligan or something? Like, it was only once, officer. Look, everybody (laughs) makes mistakes, sir. Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me, right? But I asked before. After. The second time. After. After before. After before. Yeah. So, uh... (laughs) She's like, I'm older than I look. Uh... Yeah, which also was like, well, you didn't answer the question. Yeah, that's that doesn't help. Cause you look fifteen, <laughs> and we cut <laughs> right. So then we cut back over to old uh, Margie, uh, Tom's yeah, wife. Tom's real she's... life wife. 
she's over there in her uh, sleeping kimono, and she's got the dumb logo <laughs> thing. Yeah, the button from the mask. Yeah, she flipped it over, and she's like, "Ah, oh, there's like a chip here. I'd probably pry it out or something." You think that was wrong? What was wrong with the mask in the mask with Jim Carrey? Is it just had one of these weird chips on it? Oh, it could have. Yeah. That yeah, that explains why it it the dog could uh, didn't the dog like pee acid in that? Or am I thinking of Man's Best Friend? <laughs> I'm pretty sure in uh, the mask a dog pissed acid. Okay, it's probably both. He pissed on a guy's head. Ah, uh, yeah. We called him a cock ring, and it pissed on him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Get a little revenge for the poor. Different... A wild PG movie, you know? <laughs> yeah. So uh, she just gets lasered in her fucking mouth. I do like that. Well, also, yeah. she shouldn't be trying to fuck with that chip. Yeah, what is she, like, mechanical engineer Marge is fucking, like, going to get to the bottom of this also, shit. Also, the thing is, like, what are you going to do? It's a chip. Yeah. You take that out, it's still a chip. Like, what are you get? Like, what are you gonna plug that shit in or something? You know how to hard solder that thing? Like, what are you gonna do? Well, clearly, it came from one of the agents in the Matrix. She's gonna jack in. Oh, okay. And then she's gonna be like old uh, <laughs> Joey Pants uh, eating the steak. Yeah, put me back in. <laughs> Fucking Joey Pants. <laughs> so her mouth like splits open. Yeah, and- it's great. Oh, it looks she so... She got the alien mouth. Yeah, it looks pretty gross. They, and she actually didn't want to do the stunt where she got lasered in the head, so they, they cut to a, a body double. Did she know that it wasn't a real laser? Or... No, no. I think she was worried that uh, Tom was going to kill her. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, they cut to the double, and she lasered in the mouth. Yeah. Because uh, Tom she... kept yelling, get her, get her, off screen. And, and she just kept saying, not in the eyes. And then... Uh, <laughs> She gets lasered in the mouth, and a bug crawls out of her mouth, and that's gross. Yeah. I wonder where that came from. The bug? Is that part of Stonehenge or something? No, I think it was part of the hotel. Okay. I think it was one of them damn uh, 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 pubic This town's got a real bug problem. Mm, It really does. We need John Goodman. (laughs) So it's the next morning. What, John Goodman from Matinee? Yeah, yeah, from Matinee. (laughs) It's the next morning, and we get to see Tom Atkins' ass. Is the yeah, mino. it's glorious. He he gets up, he Pretty bends good. over. Surprisingly less hairy than I imagined it would Does be. some jumping jacks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's doing some uh, cartwheels. He wanted it's... to hang the dong a little bit below frame. You know, like, he wanted to get it, like, right so you could at least see a little tip. Yeah, just, just let you know what's there. You, yeah. You start with an establishing shot. <laughs> And then you zoom in just to the ass. Yeah. So uh, now we just see his ass. And then all of a sudden the silver shamrock ambulance wheels up. Which, that would have been great. Oh, my God. If everybody came out of it like a clown car with that music playing. <laughs> yeah. And they're all doing the like. Bum, 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 bum. <laughs> they're wheeling her dead fucking ass out. Well, oh. I like this because he goes outside, right? Him yeah. and Ellie go outside, and he's like, hold, hold on, I'm a doctor. Yeah, are and you? And I'm like, yeah, but you're not a doctor here. Yeah, oh, that's Like, so you true. can't just go up to a... <laughs> They're wheeling her in an ambulance. He's like, hold on, I'm a doctor. I, I have every... It's like he, like, breaks through him. Like, that's, like, some sort of thing, like... Yeah. 
like like you're an FBI agent or something. Like you have jurisdiction here or something. It's okay. I'm a limo driver. <laughs> uh, no, no. It's it, like we all know that that does only work if somebody first shouts, "Is there a doctor in the house?" Uh huh. But no one shouted that because they've got. Well, it I always go yes, and then they look at me, and I'm like, "Well, it wasn't me." Yeah. No, not me. I'm sure there is statistically. You're like, I mean, I'm a PhD. I have my doctorate, but I'm not like yeah. They, yes, I do have my doctorate. So, oh, <laughs> you is... meant medical? Oh, yeah. well, you should have been more fucking specific because I'm a doctor of English <laughs> language. Uh, Thank sir. you very much, asshole. Cockring, uh, cockring. So, <laughs> so yeah, uh, they're like, ah, that's cool. Uh, uh, it's me, Colonel Cockring. Which, by the way, that's who I always play as in Clue, Colonel Cochrane. Colonel Cochrane. Yeah, because he comes up and he's like, it's all right, everybody. It's me, Colonel Cochrane. You know what? We got a good, uh, we got a hospital in the factory. Oh, God. Yeah. This is great. She's just fine, Tom. Your wife's fine. We pay everybody in company script, and it's all wonderful. Yeah. This is like, it's like that Facebook thing where they like built the apartments on campus. They're like, you just live here. Yeah, but now. to tell you the truth, if they built apartments above a Target, my wife would move in. Like she'd be like, "That's ah, fine." Oh no, there's a place. Uh, yeah, I should have yeah. a place where you actually could you could live in a Target parking lot. Yeah, a nice apartment. Huh. Well, that's L.A. for you. Well, so, what are you gonna do? Yeah. So yeah, no, they they just wheel her off and uh, tell him, "Yeah, that's cool." And and Cockring's walking off, and he he talks. Taps a guy in a lab coat and he's like, "Yeah, it was a, it was a misfire." Yeah, he says it. He says it out loud. Yeah, and uh, old Tom's like, "Huh, misfire." So he writes that yeah, down. Yeah, Tom on... just says that out loud. He's like, "He <laughs> said misfire," and she's like, "Tom, stop, Jesus." Tom, we're we're trying to stay low key. Let's go back and fuck again. Yeah, because you know I'm still thinking about my dead dad. Also, and, can I ask you a question? Sure. Why does Tom care about the case at this point? Well, yeah. Uh, that's, He's a doctor. Well, that's a good point, because while they're fucking, you actually hear the, the laser next door, and, and Ellie's like, yeah. what's that? And he says, who cares? Who cares? <laughs> that's what he should have been saying for the rest of the movie. And, like, oh. I expected him to wake up in the morning and be like, look, I'm, I'm doing a lot of thinking, and like your dad's dead. You know, he's not coming back, so maybe we should just go. He's just laying in bed asleep, and then she's like, "Tom, Tom, we got to get up and go to the factory." He's like, uh, "You're still here? Uh. <laughs> oh my God, Tom! Doctor Cockring's outside, and they're taking away the lady next door, and she died." And he's like, "Huh? What? Uh, that sounds like another guy's problem. That's not me." <laughs> so now nah, we go off to the factory. He cares more about this fucking dead guy that he does his kids well he's probably like missing the homeless guys like we got to go figure out where that that guy's at he's my drinking buddy because remember he didn't have a drinking buddy at the bar it was just him and the bartender i don't think tom has any friends poor i would have been his friend no you wouldn't no i wouldn't he's problematic with young ladies so i i can't i disavow you don't want to be friends with the town santa eddie no no (laughs) I would have been friends with Cockring, probably. Uh, yeah, be always be friends with the town rich guy. Yes, very good point. Did not work out for the homeless guy. Not friends with him. Yeah. Dad. 
you so, gotta work up to calling him cock ring in a friendly way that's true that's very true hey how you doing you old cock ring so like, hey how you doing hey, you piece of shit i don't yeah. know you still fucking the, our friends still fucking little girls huh? <laughs> <laughs> Little, I got uh, little or- orphan girls. Yeah, you yeah. guys are just sitting at a Ruth Chris. And, yeah. <laughs> just, just chewing the fat. Yeah, having a cigar. Still got those girls in your basement. <laughs> yeah, you know it. Wait, is that the Cochran or me? Anyhow. Both, hey! Well, we're in L.A. There's no basement. call this a brown here. lobster pretty soon, huh? Oh. So... He calls up the coroner's office again. He's like, hey, did you find yeah. anything? He's like, nah, nah. It's probably the wrong file. There's just a bunch of car parts. God, there's all these files. Files. So they're putting, like, the dead bodies in files? Like, yeah. Just shove them. Well, if it's all ash, you might as well just pull out one of those Good folders point. and shove it in. And... Fair point. So we go we go over to the Does factory. Does she have any other work to do? Or No. No. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> There's no one else in the hospital, remember? Hi, did anybody else die or? Nah. Okay. I, I mean, or there could just be people dying left, right, and center. <laughs> like, because she's, she's just... dating Dr. Tom. Yeah. There's all these, uh, these bored <laughs> dead, dead dudes just piling up in the morgue, you know? Just a big pandemic breaking out. And she's like, I don't know, yeah, man. There's all know. these car parts and sprockets. Uh, <laughs> So we're off to Spatially Sprockets Factory. Yeah. Where dad went to go uh, pick up the order. And we're talking to the receptionist. And, and she's like, yeah, your dad picked up the order and then he left. And the guy's like, yeah, I think he drove north. So that's, oh, okay, cool. I think he drove north. Yeah, I remember that. I remember I paid attention to the direction his car went. It was north. Yeah. Okay. He wrote that in cool. the hotel guest book. Yeah. That's cool. So then the, right. the shitty family shows up, and we find out oh, God. the dad is the top salesman. Dude, and... biggest of the biggest, this guy. Yeah. He sells more silver shamrock masks than anybody. And uh, why he's not selling them two days before Halloween, I'm sorry, one day before Halloween, well, we will never know. Well, unlike Ellie's dad and unlike uh, Marge, he's got a like professional operation going. He's got other people doing but the sales for him. Like they're getting more masks, and it's like, yeah, that, it's that is Halloween. True. Yeah, a little too do they, late. Do they understand how shipping and receiving works? Or, uh, well, from what I understand, you drive to the factory, you pick up the masks, and uh-huh. then you drive them home. Do you got like, Oh, well, that's why you brought the RV. Yeah, hey, yeah, you can fit a lot of masks in that RV. <laughs> Good point. So the mask when that um, dog pissed ass. <laughs> he pissed ass <laughs> into Cousin Eddie's uh, RV, and he said, uh, shitter's full, and it dissolved the sidewalk. Yeah. That sucked. Poor Russ. Never looked the same. That's where Two-Face came from, actually. Yeah. He had some uh, mask dog Russ. piss on him. Yeah, yeah. So Cochrane comes out, and he's like, uh, hey, uh, you know what? We'll give you guys a tour, and, and by the way, we'll go ahead and replace your dad's order uh, uh, for free. So let's take a tour of the factory. Yeah. Like, uh, oh, and he also says, he goes, who are your friends here? When he turns towards Dr. Tom. Yeah. Right? And yeah. he goes, uh, uh, the Smiths. The Smiths. Nailed yeah. it. 
Got Good him. job. <laughs> so they're taking the tour of the factory, and this fucking dude, the salesman guy, I want to choke him. He's so obnoxious. He's like, well, let me tell you a little exposition here about the fucking factory. Who you cares? See, they've been uh, building shit for a bunch of years. They actually uh, got their start doing practical jokes. And, and you know, at this point, some people in the audience are like, where is Michael Myers? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, I know Mike Myers is a famous comedian. And he's yeah. Oh, he's funny. being the love guru. Right, right. So maybe yeah. he would uh, come pick up some of these classic genius pranks, such as. <laughs> and I wrote them down. Do you got oh, these? Per- oh, no, I love it. Please. Okay. Read off the pranks. Number one, sticky toilet paper. <laughs> Oh, God. What a classic, right? <laughs> Can you fucking imagine that? I mean, what? yeah. <laughs> it doesn't, that doesn't sound like a prank. That sounds like the rest of your week. Yeah. <laughs> like, what well, is it just... Oh, hold on. Sticky toilet paper. Are we So you just wipe your ass with some tape or something? Like, what's the... <laughs> It's just tape. <laughs> it's masking tape. <laughs> just put duct tape on the hole. And... You guys like... Go. This good luck getting it off. Gotcha. Stuck. Gotcha good. <laughs> ah, dad. <laughs> you know how happy my dad would be if I uh, duct taped his asshole shut? <laughs> That's a prank. <laughs> That's, a, that's a prank. <laughs> Number Got two. You. Number two. You ready for this? Uh-huh. The dead dwarf gag. Oh, that's always a classic, though. <laughs> You've never been to a party where somebody's like, oh, my God, there's a dead dwarf in the bathroom. Got him. Got him. You're just, like, backing up in your car. Oh, you that's feel like two cellar. Bump. This is backing up in your car. Oh some guy comes out, and he, he drops to his knees screaming, oh, my God, I've got him going to prison. Pulls out a gun. Oh, no, no, it's just a gag. Jesus. Gotcha. That's it's a uh, Beetlejuice from the Howard Stern show. Dead. He was the model. Yeah. And yeah. finally, the soft chainsaw. I mean, I do love a soft chainsaw. If there was ever the opposite of the name of a gas station boner pill, uh-huh. it's, it's the, the soft, soft chainsaw. chainsaw. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, that's some classic now, pranks. Now, if it was the soft and hard chainsaw. Ooh, yeah. There you go. Yeah. Right? So does a soft is a soft chainsaw like floppy when you run with it, or is it just like <laughs> don't, I don't understand? I don't know. That's a good prank too. You run at somebody. I'm gonna kill you, you bastard! And then okay, they... I'm gonna search online right now. Can I get myself a dead dwarf gag? <laughs> dead dwarf. Oh, here come the cops. Gag. <laughs> no, I wrote in dead dwarf dad. Whoops. Oh, uh oh. Uh. There's somebody with a Twitter handle with that. No, there's you can't buy one. Damn it. Oh. Well, maybe sticky toilet paper then this year. It is the number one seller. Sticky toilet paper. <laughs> no, not stinky. You have to no autocorrect. Sticky. Okay. No. <laughs> no. Okay, what about soft chainsaw? Okay, hold on. Soft chainsaw. No. Well, it was a different time, you know? <laughs> well, I mean, I guess they went out of business at the end. Yeah, well, probably. Maybe they sold better in Ireland. So, 
the little boy wants a mask, and he's like, hey, Dad, I want one of these shit. masks. And Cockring's like, look, you can have a mask, but don't take one from the production line. Take one from the box after it's been through the final processing. And this this sales guy's, like, fucking losing his shit over it. He's like, what the, why, why, why is it so different? Oh, well, that's it's like, a, well, this one's in a bag. Yeah. That, that's We sprayed it for bugs. Yeah, he's well, like, it's ready to go. We didn't. We'll see Christ. some bugs later. But. Oh. So, uh, I thought those were just in the kit. Well, that's, a, that's a trade secret, sir. We can't tell you about that. That's where we put a little touch of magic in it, like a Wonka bar. Yeah, pay no attention to that room that says final processing. Oh, God. And we walk by the final processing room with two armed guards, and it's down a corridor. I wonder if that's going to come up later. Yeah, I feel like I might go in there. Yeah, you just should label it like broom closet. <laughs> you know what I mean? Also, why even bring up final processing? Yeah, just say... Just uh, say, like, no, 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 take one of the ones that's in a bag. Yeah, that one's not done being stitched up yet. Like, Also, this know. kid, his dad's the number one salesman. He yeah. doesn't have each one of the masks at home. Right, by the way, just take one off the shelf, you little fucker. Also, what fucking kid wants his dad to drive him in the goddamn RV, like, hours away just to oh, go see the fucking God. mask factory? Oh, my God, I would have fucking strangled <laughs> my father if that... We're gonna go. Uh, we're gonna go to the Frito Lay factory and see where they put the chips in the bag, son. Oh, okay. Can that I have a great. Frito? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> you can have one at the AMPM on the way home. Yeah, but we're not buying anything from that gift shop because you know they're gonna charge more. Yeah, yeah, and they charge a premium. That was like when I went to the Mint, you know, as a kid. To the Mint. To see where they make the money. Yeah. And then at the end, when you're in the gift shop, you, you can, can buy, buy, a shredded up, buy the shredded up money in a pillow. <laughs> oh, God. And it's like, look at this. You got $500 in a bag. Yeah. And it's all shredded. Yeah. And I remember thinking, like, as a, as a five-year-old, like, man, what a fucking deal. I got $500 for two bucks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're at home getting yeah. some of the leftover sticky toilet paper, <laughs> trying to make your own $100 bills out of it. Your dad's just, like, drinking, looking out the window, remembering his youth. I feel like I had more fun at the mint than he did. <laughs> did you ask him if it was a peppermint or a spearmint? Yeah, of course I did. Very good. And then I used, I also said, like, is this a goddamn, oh, wait, we're not at it. Sorry. <laughs> no. That was next year when you went to the Hoover Dam. Yeah. You know what they do is they get that joke out right in the front. Yeah? Yeah, because the tour guide I had, at least, at the Hoover Dam, mm-hmm. he said that joke right up front to get it out of the way. Great move. Every year yeah. I used to go to the Tillamook Cheese Factory for, uh-huh. a, uh, for a tour, uh, for vacation. And right up front, they've got a mechanical fake cow that's got a udder pump on it that pumps out fake uh, milk. And mm-hmm. there'd be a tour guide. And every year, from the ages of probably eight until about 16, I would always say that's utterly repulsive. <laughs> and uh, I'm sure that man kicked his dog when he now, went. Now, I thought you were going to say that they got the cut the cheese joke out right in the beginning. No, they, they no, I didn't even think about that. I should have. <laughs> you didn't even hey, think about Hold it. on a second. I got to book a flight to Tillamook, <laughs> Oregon. Is this where they cut the cheese? <laughs> <laughs> this is really good, Mike. 
<laughs> Thank you. Gee, you oh, you know, know, all these years I never thought of that. Wow. Wonderful. <laughs> I well, don't even need to record this. Right. this We're going back. Anyways, guys, it. they make masks and there's bugs <laughs> that come out of your mouth. <laughs> Halloween 4. <laughs> Halloween 4, everybody. So, uh, yeah, so uh, the doctor, he goes to leave and there's a bunch of suits everywhere. He and Ellie are trying to run off and she sees her also, dad's car. Just out there. Yeah, just hanging out. No, it's like in a garage, and then they wheel the open. garage door open. It's and open. They're like shit. It's not well, even under a a tarp. Yeah, it's half under a tarp because they left it out. And she goes, "That's my dad's car." And she just comes running up to it, and Tom's like, uh, "I don't, yeah. I want to die." Just gave it to the hobo guy to live in. <laughs> I mean, something. So we go back to the hotel, and again, the doctor takes a shot of booze. Uh huh. There's number four. And he says, all right, guys, it's time to call the Marines. And I'm like, well, wait a minute. What? The Marines? Yeah. I, I think you skipped Tom. a step or two. Yeah. Tom. Also, like, I don't think they bring in the Marines for crimes, Tom. No. No, there's a whole separate system that's built up for this. Uh, it's the police. You, you call the police, Tom. <laughs> But uh, no, nah, he goes out. He's like asking people for the Marines number. Yeah. Do you got the number for the Marines? Uh, like I got the Navy. And it's like, nobody wants the fucking Navy. Give me the Marines. <laughs> so he picks up the phone. He goes to the office to make a call. So apparently uh-huh. there's no phone in the room. Whatever. Hello, Mr. Marine. Hey, Marine. Uh, yeah. No, I'm I'm the uh, the guy that's dressed up like the construction worker. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, no, I didn't want the name. They're making masks down here, and I think there's something going on weird. You ever heard of Final Processing? I'm sorry, but I'm the operator, and you can't make a call, so hang up. And what like, do well, you mean, is that the room where they cut the cheese? <laughs> yeah. All right, well, fuck it. I guess I'm going to go back to the hotel room. He goes in there, and uh-oh, Ellie is missing. Yeah. Yeah, and a bunch of suits run in there to get him, but he he runs away. And uh, now we get our best of, uh... you know, Tom. At this point, he could have made a clean break. He could have. He could like have. the car keys were still there. Took her car, drove off, <laughs> go ma- home, went home, gave the kids some masks that he stole from the factory because you know he did. Yeah, he's super dad. You know, mm-hmm. these yeah, are fresh, he... hot off the line. You yeah, know? yeah. He's got a little swagger in his step, and uh, that's it. And then, like, if she ever shows up again, he'll be like, oh, I didn't know where you were. So, you know. Yeah, but no. you come back to the hospital. He goes solid snake and fucking sneaks he gets a into box. the warehouse. He gets a box. The dog pees on it. There is the actually mask. kind of that seed later. <laughs> there kind of is. Yeah. <laughs> and it's really stupid. So he sneaks back into the warehouse, and we see uh-huh. Ellie. She's being ushered in. I just wanted him at one point to be like, what am I doing? I'm a doctor. Right. Yeah. But no, never. Because, and here's the thing. He didn't need to be a doctor. Make him a detective. So the guy kill, gets killed at the hospital. He comes uh-huh. in to investigate it. He's, hey, I'm a detective. That's why I'm uh, here talking to you, Ellie. Over. You know, the other day, Eddie, uh, my wife and I were taking a, a walk. Mm-hmm. And... We saw a man jump over a fence. Okay. And you know what we did? Well, you assumed he was a doctor. Yeah. <laughs> I what? asked him if he could take my blood pressure. Yeah. No, I walked the other way. Yeah. 
because that's not your business. Yeah, it's not my business. And also, I was like, well, if, you know, first of all, I'm not going to be a witness to nothing. Yeah. Second of all, if I, later, if, right? best case scenario, if I get involved, I might end up on the news. Mm-hmm. So that's... I just started singing the $5 foot song, foot long song and walked yeah. the other way. <laughs> I got to go. See ya. <laughs> <laughs> that's what Tom should do now. No. And that's what Ellie should have done. Just He's... walk the other fucking way. Yeah. So he runs into the factory because he tries another payphone. Again, it doesn't work. A payphone. Yeah. Now, this this town has cameras everywhere. Mm-hmm. And right? microphones, yeah. And microphones, but he's like, no, this would be perfectly safe to use the payphone at the fucking factory. Yeah. No, that's cool. Also, pay a curfew phone. for some reason. They never explained the curfew. Well, um, because at nighttime, it turns into, like, pitch black, where where they uh, you need Vin like Diesel. Vin Diesel shows up? Yeah. Yeah, mm. but but it's about avoiding Vin Diesel because he might sing that that new song of his. Oh, he's got a new song. Oh God, you haven't heard it? No, Eddie, I don't follow the career of Vin Diesel enough to know that he has a song. <laughs> I'll I'll play it at the end of the of this perfect. Episode. Just can you just sing it for me right now? No, I can't. I trust so, you. Uh, yeah, you trust that I cannot sing it. Very good. Mm-hmm. So we see an old lady knitting. And uh, Tom's like, hey, man, can you, can you help me? And her this is my head, favorite part of the whole movie. Her head just falls off. Well, he goes up to her. He goes, tell me where the girl is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he starts shaking her. And her head falls off. And we learn yeah. that she's a robot lady. Uh-oh. I and I wonder... was like, hold on. Was this for the tour? Or was this just for fun? That yeah. That they made an old robot knitting lady. Well, maybe. Is that, maybe that's another gag. Yeah. Yeah. Is like the... kids will think grandma's still alive. Yeah. There's and then another... they come in the room and they're like, oh no, her head <laughs> fell off and she's just a robot, you yeah. dumb kid. They call it the old knitter. That's the old knitter <laughs> gag. The old knitter gag. Uh, the kids ah. come in the room like, grandma's alive. Like, grandma, we love you. I, Daddy <laughs> doesn't have to drink anymore. And then the head, head falls, falls off, off. And dad oh. looks at him and he goes, <laughs> see, the, what we were trying to tell you is that death is final. Yeah, children. Yeah. You need You'll to never put, see her again. Put aside such childish things and, and yeah. understand that we are marching ever so slowly, but surely to all of our uh, inevitable demise. Yeah, but to make the like, so you end on a laugh. The mm-hmm. the grandma robot actually farts at the end. So yeah, and then da- Dad good. says, uh, "Hey, are we at the Tillamook <laughs> Cheese Factory?" <laughs> this really sounds like somebody might have been. Uh, Cutting the cheese. <laughs> and mom goes, well, that's utterly ridiculous. <laughs> it's, a, it's a goddamn. <laughs> so, uh, so the suits come in there, and uh, one, of them, one of them grabs him. He's like, hey, you, you, you beat up our grandma. So these... It looks like the the Matrix guy's gonna pop old Tommy Boy's head, but uh, he, yeah, he does a nice little flip takeover, mm-hmm. punches the the dude in the stomach, and he pulls out a handful of yellow goo. Yeah, oh, that's pretty gross. And the dude bubbles some yellow goo it's out of his a mouth. Bub, yeah, and uh, that's orange juice, uh, frozen orange juice concentrate they use. Ah, okay. Yeah, like the well, how do you use or... you had to do something with it. Because everybody had that in their freezer for 20 years, and nobody knows what happened to it. No. Do they still make that? I don't know. See, we talked about this on one of our 
Patreon shows for the grind bin mm-hmm. at length, I believe, Eddie. You, yeah. you and I discussed if they still make frozen orange juice concentrate. Yes. Orange juice or something, yeah. Yeah. And I think Anyways, we just came out of this guy's don't. mouth. Yeah. <laughs> he spits it up and that's uh, pretty gross. So the uh, four other of the Matrix guys come in and restrain old Tommy Boy, and Cochrane comes in, and it's, uh, well, it's the James Bond villain time. Yeah, this movie really takes a turn. Yeah. So Cochrane explains, uh, look, uh, all of these guys are robots. Well, because it's very funny because Tom says, like, but why? (laughs) (laughs) He says that, and the audience is like, yeah, but why? Yeah, why? Why are we here? And this explanation he gives. He says, well, uh, the internal workings of the robots is actually really easy to make. It's the skin and the outside stuff that's hard. But that's actually just like making another mask. So it's actually not hard. Oh, yeah, that is Stonehenge over there that you see that we're chipping away at. Man, and we Tom, had You know a... what Tom says? What's that? He goes, is this also the room where they cut the cheese? <laughs> uh, it's where we all get stoned. Uh, and so he's chipping away at Stonehenge, and yeah. and the uh, Cockring's like, man, we had a hard time getting that thing. You you wouldn't believe that adventure. Yeah, you should have seen that movie. Oh boy. Anyhow, so uh, we yeah, we, I hate children. I want I, them I, all to die because uh, Halloween has gotten too fun, and I kind of want it to be more like the pagan. You know, like you ever seen Wicker Man? Right. Like it so, should be more fun, like that. He starts talking about Samhain when all the Irish people used to kill children. And uh, yeah, that's, that's the why, good old days. Yeah. And that was the last time they did. It was 3,000 years ago at Stonehenge, which is where they sacrificed children. And uh, yeah. I think this is why Carpenter didn't want to hire a bunch of Irish people because they might have killed the actress that played Ellie. <laughs> yeah, they might have just got, got too excited. Yeah. That's a kid. And then they stab her. <laughs> nah. No, it's just the dead dwarf gag. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. That old dead dwarf gag. But you know what Conquering says is he goes, um, it's the greatest prank of all time. Yeah. Which I was like, you know, it kind of is. Kind of is. Killing all the children and, and uh, ostensibly the families, too. Good What show. happens when one of those kids wears the mask, Eddie? Will we ever find out? Well, we do immediately because we go to a, a room in the factory where they're uh, putting up a test screening of the commercial. You ever got... been in one of these rooms in one of these places? No. Oh, it's weird. I used to yeah. have to do this sometimes. Like I would do, uh, you know, freelance video production. Okay. Like outside, you know, like when I was in college. Mm-hmm. And I would have these jobs. Like I used to do videos for this remote control company. Okay. And they had this weird test room where they would have, like, uh, double-sided glass, right? Mm. And they would, like, sit in another room watching people in a fake living room how they use the remote. That's so weird. Yeah. yeah. It's a so weird that's thing. What, that's what we're doing, but they're like, all right, since you're the best salesman and your wife's here because whatever, um, mm-hmm. we're going to Because have... your wife's here because whatever. <laughs> yeah. They do say that. Because you like, tries to eat the plastic fruit. That's the best part. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, uh, and have your son put the mask on and then watch the TV, and then we want your opinion on the commercial. So they're not suspicious. Like, okay, the guy's a good salesman of masks or whatever, but they're putting them up in a hotel. They're having them make, like, creative decisions on the commercials. 
And the the wife well, is the number one salesman. Although yeah. he does mention, he goes. Also, it's weird because they refuse to take my order for next. Yes, time. that's the thing. He's like, I don't know why they aren't. And and meanwhile, like, okay, all I want to do is sell masks. You know, you're going to destroy the world, right? Take every fucking order you can for masks next. Just take everybody's money. Yeah, you get know, the you, money. You don't have to deliver the fucking masks because they're all dead. <laughs> yeah, sure, man. I'll give you a million uh, masks for uh, how much money you got. Yeah. Perfect. Don't worry about it. You'll have them uh, as soon as Halloween's I'll over. I'll throw in some dead dwarfs, too. <laughs> yeah, well, well, we got a, a truckload of dead dwarfs. You want the old knitters, too? We can get you some of those old grandma robots. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. How about one of those for the front of the store, huh? He actually got pissed about the old knitter getting killed because uh, (laughs) that was, like, from the 1800s in Germany he got it, he said. (laughs) Oh, it's like a cuckoo clock. Yeah, and he has a hard time replacing it. Oh, okay. So, yeah, the kid puts the mask on, they put on the commercial, and then the kid's fucking head falls apart. Uh, (laughs) Well, so the kid's head... It, like, caves in, and then, like, a bunch of snakes and bugs come out of it. It's actually a really good effect. So, But I was also, like, where did that come from? Yeah, I don't know. But, like, the kid's eye is, like, in the wrong place for a second, and it, yeah. his face is all distorted, and he looks kind of like sloth for a minute under the mask. But then, Now, yeah, was this just a gag? Was this just, like, the dead kid gag, or...? Yeah, I tried that one a while ago. It did not go over well at the hospital, let me tell you. And that's uh, where you just say, uh, is this a goddamn? And then you just walk out. Yeah, you remember those water baby toys? Apparently, if you go to the maternity ward, you fill one of them up full of fake blood, and then you just, well, like, spike it. You know what I mean? Like you made a yeah. touchdown. Yeah. Does not go over very well. Oh, well. Not a good sense. It's kind of on them for not having a sense of humor. I know. I mean, look, man, I'm just making the dead baby gag. Just <laughs> $5, $5 foot long, and you're spiking dead babies yeah. all over. Hey, oh, <laughs> I'm wearing uh, Al Bundy's poke high jersey. That was great. Hell yeah. So there's crickets everywhere come out of the kid's mouth and shit, and then a snake comes out. Yeah. And the the woman faints. So that's good. And then the old the fat guy, he gets like bit by a rattlesnake. So I mean we're making a lot of assumptions like, with this doing? plan. <laughs> Where's Michael? Yeah, I don't know. So Cochran's plan is we're gonna kill all the kids, hope that all the women faint, and hope that all the guys get bit by the rattlesnake and it kills them instantly. Like, didn't you think, like, for one second when you first saw this movie, like, oh, maybe Cochran has some sort of connection with, like, Dr. Loomis or Michael Myers or something? You would hope, but no. Right? Like, it was something like, oh, the reason he's doing this is because of the, no. He just likes Stonehenge. Yeah, he wants to kill a bunch of kids. And it's perfect because we do a cool montage of all the places in America. Everywhere from Poughkeepsie to Valdosta to Des Moines. All the all the hits. All the hits. Everywhere you could ever want to be. Junction, Texas, and uh, Missouri. So, yeah. All the kids are rushing home to put their masks on and watch a commercial. At 9 p.m. Now, is that also... So, are we talking 9 p.m. Eastern? 
Central, Pacific. Who cares? Well, I mean, word would get out. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, that's like, is a this good on point. At 6 p.m. West Coast time, because like if that's the case, like kids are still going to be out trick or treating. Uh, but if they're playing it at, you know, midnight, mm. you know, 9 p.m. East Coast, maybe Very we're doing good midnight point. West Coast, then the kids are probably in bed. I guess you got to do a live broadcast. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. See yeah. what I'm talking about? So hey, you know then, like, what? Are we counting for mountain time or like how are we handling that? Yeah, that's a very good point. What about the states where they don't like take daylight savings time into it? Yeah, like Arizona's still fucked up, you know. Yeah, God, that's a. You know what? This is a very West Coast centric <laughs> movie. It's almost as though like all the flyover states don't exist. Yeah. Well, I was just I was wondering what time they were going to show it because, like, do you yeah. think somebody would call somebody on the West Coast after all the kids in? Um, you know, Maine's heads exploded. Maybe Tom could give uh, somebody a phone call and try to get it stopped. We'll see. Maybe we'll, we'll see. see. He'll we go call back Mr. to TV. We go back to the hospital and the coroner oh. lady. She's yeah. uh, trying she's to call up here. the hotel. Yeah, we didn't forget about her. So yeah. she tries to call the hotel and the call doesn't go through. So then she calls Roger. Who the fuck is Roger? No, you don't. No idea. Roger? No, I'm just kidding. No, it is from the System of a Down song. Oh, okay. And she's like, look, man, I don't think these are uh, car parts. I think they're something different. Yeah. And just then, uh, Agent Smith pops in. And, uh, folks, we get a driller killer scene. Okay, I have to say, Eddie, I rewound this scene three times Mm -hmm. for the part that she says, oh, my God. And then she picks up the phone and says, get the sheriff on the phone. Yeah. And I was like, what did she see? And I kept watching it over and over again. It's just like some wires. Yeah. And like she immediately knows that he was a robot or something. Like, I was like, how do you know that's not just like a piece of the car? So I watched the Shout Factory's 1080p uh, remaster of it. Did you Uh see that one? No, I watched it on Amazon for okay. Four bucks. You, see, you've got to get the 1080p Shout Factory version of it because it the, on the wires it actually says "Killer Robot Wires." Oh, okay, perfect. She turned it over. You see it in the light. It's very subtle. Because for me, I'm like, it just looks I don't know, like a watch battery or some shit. I don't know what she's looking at. Yeah, no, it's Killer Robot Wires, and then that's ah. so that's why she get the sheriff. So yeah, driller killer. Driller killer through the head and the actress actually uh got beat the shit out of in this movie in this scene specifically. She she got hurt getting slammed down and then the drill actually got caught in her hair oh, and like God. ripped a little chunk of it out. So talk about well, suffering that's the for old, your art. like uh, drill in the hair gag. So what do you Yeah, do? the old the old drill the nurse gag. That's <laughs> uh make sure you wear a rubber with that gag. <laughs> So we're back to the factory. Cockring's doing the full Bond villain thing. And uh, that's when Ye explains all the planets and the sacrifice and the mask. He puts a mask on the doctor. He's like, all right, I'm going to put you in a room. I'm going to assume everything goes to plan. Yes, there's... This is what I wanted Tom to be like. So do I get... Am I getting the East Coast feed of the commercial? The West Coast? Like, how much time do I have before the... What would be like, look, I mean... Can you just play the commercial for him right now? It's customary that you should offer me a drink right now. Also, why does he have to wait for the rest of the country? Why can't why can't he just know. play the commercial right now like he did for the other kid? Why don't you just shoot him in the fucking head? 
Like, I mean, it's the classic <laughs> Bond villain Blowfield you know, that, chick. That's not. Come on. He's a class act. I get it. This is the guy who invented the dead dwarf gag, and he's <laughs> yeah. not just going to resort to shooting right. a guy in the head. He could have given up at abrasive toilet paper, <laughs> but he stuck with it. Yeah, yeah. Sandpaper toilet paper was not enough. Nope. Sticky We're going toilet sticky. paper. So he puts a mask on the doctor, turns on a TV, tells him to wait or whatever, and then shuts him in the room. The doctor, great move. He wheels over, kicks the screen out of the TV. Takes a little piece of glass, cuts off his ties, takes his mask off, and then, like, like Air Jordans it onto the fucking camera. Which I read took 40 takes. 40. Well, it's worth it, though. Because if you see this take, man, I thought, it, like, they did a reverse take on it, you know, where they had it on there, and then they pulled it off of the wire and then played it backwards. I think it was like Tom Atkin said that actually before they rolled, he did that as a as a gag and it went on first time oh yeah it took 40 more tries <laughs> that's fucking funny he's like yeah how about if i just toss it on there like this and he oh, did that'd it. be great oh yeah great just do it okay and yeah. go and then he starts shaking because he hasn't had a drink in an hour yeah before oh, 40 yeah. more times he's like shelly in the shining yeah yeah oh god yeah i mean this dude total kubrick here so now we've got Cochran, who's out and distracted by a phone call taking an order, which I thought they were done taking orders. Whatever. He thought about it, Eddie, and was like, wait, no, get the money. Yeah, get the money. Exactly. And he, so he does What is their plan once children die? Is like, it's just like, okay, well, that's done. Yeah. That's it. Is that it? Yep. Okay. Okay. So, uh, they're, like, the... the FBI's coming. Yeah. Sure, but by then... Do they have an exit plan, or...? um, Yeah, ritualistic suicide. Oh, okay. That they're makes all, sense, though. They, didn't gonna... ne- they never explained... Like, Dr. Tom asked why, but he didn't ask how, right? Like, yeah, you know, guys, so after you kill all the, the children in America that were watching this commercial with the mm-hmm. mask on, right? Because immediately the FBI is going to be like, well, pff, we know who that was. Yeah, clearly. <laughs> They're all wearing that mask, and they were watching that commercial. Yeah, and it said, cut close to the TV, kids. Yeah. <laughs> Watch it real close. Stick your head right on the TV. Yeah, so, like, after that, it's only a matter of, like, a minute before that factory in Santa Mira or wherever we yeah. are gets raided, right? The, the the army of FBI homeless people with their case and a half of Molotov cocktails just start lobbing them. It's, yeah, so uh, <laughs> what's the exit plan? They're all going to drink the uh, orange juice concentrate that they've okay. poisoned. Okay. Yeah. No, no plan. That's cool. Whatever. So Cochran's distracted on a phone call when his, like, toady guy is trying to warn him, like, hey, I think the doctor's escaping because the mask over the thing. And he's like, no, he's not. Don't worry about it. What I tell you about interrupting? I tied him to that chair. What could he do? Kick yeah. the TV? Nah. Go in there with that dead knitter and try to fix it. <laughs> so, so he, the doctor breaks out, undoes an air vent, wriggles his way out. He, he finds a phone, and he tries to call his ex-wife to tell uh-huh. her, like, look, get rid of the kid's mask. But he sounds like a fucking maniac. Also, I was like, don't try to be a good dad now, Tom. That's over. Just... Like you said, you can walk away clean. 
Okay. <laughs> Hopefully one of the snakes bites the wife. You don't have to hear her anymore. Ellie's gone. Who fucking cares? Right? You already hit that. You get in the car, you find a dog, and you just cruise down the PCH. But he's like, no, tell him to, t- tell him to take off the masks. Look, I'm Linda, down in, tell him to take off the fucking mask. I'm she's down like, in Santa Mira, and there's a guy here, and he's killing everybody with Stonehenge. And look, I'm not drinking, I promise. And she goes, you're just jealous. That's what you could hear on the other yeah. line. of like, jealous? Of what? Of what, the children? Literally what? You stuck at home with two kids with their fucking stupid masks staring at the TV? No. <laughs> No. Yeah, so he tries to be dad of the year right now, and, like, nobody's buying it. Nope. No. So he sneaks off, and he finds Ellie. Yeah. and uh, She's fine. Yeah, she's cool. She was just, like, tied up on a a bed. She's used to that. So (laughs) they're like, all right, we got to make a break for it. I think this is what you're talking about with the Metal Gear Solid box scene. It it definitely is, Uh, because they sneak into the Stonehenge room. Yeah. And the way they sneak in there is that they take a, a shelf full of Halloween masks. Yeah. That is not, there's no Halloween masks in this room. No. It is the only shelf of them, and it happens to have wheels, right. and they roll directly in front of everybody. Yeah. And, and uh, so. In Tom, the light. Yeah. Which we <laughs> should also say that behind, there is multiple parts of this room that are dark. Yes. But they roll this in the light. No. Right, really right slow, and light. you can see like their feet at the bottom walking underneath yeah. the shelf. And so uh, Ellie turns to Tom, and Tom says, "This a fool of me." <laughs> and then he he uh, shuffles two sandwiches together and eats them. You know, Tom seems more like a scrappy dude to me than a Scooby. Yeah, I can't do that one. So, and the doctor like finds this box full of tags, right? And he uh, looks over at Ellie, and he's like, huh? There's a whole box of them. See what's going on? I got a box full of tags here. She's like, okay, what the fuck? What do you think of that? Cool. So he's like, all right, I got a plan. So he sneaks up to the computers uh-huh. and, like, hacks the planet, I guess. Yeah, this is the... He just goes up to the computer, doesn't look at the buttons, and just starts clicking them. I'm like, well, for all you know, Tom, you just sent that commercial out to the entire U.S., so... You just sent the fucking launch codes, so now <laughs> we've started another Cold War. Great. <laughs> the fucking Way nuke in Russia Tom. just went off. Great. Way Thanks, to go, Tom. Tom. Nah, instead what happens is all the TVs start playing the commercial. And yeah, so we did the, it right. Yeah. So all the like robot guys game. are just kind of sitting there. They're like, I don't know. This is confusing. So then he uh, he and Ellie make their uh, way up on the catwalk with that box full of the badges. And they fling them out over top of them. And... No, this doesn't make any sense. Okay. Is that when he throws them down, they just lightning bolt and all these guys die. And I'm like, but where are the bugs? Uh, So they're robots. But where are the bugs? Well, they're not organic. But Cochran is. Well, he didn't get zapped initially. No, but what happens to him? Well, so (laughs) the lasers create a cool, like, halo coming from each of the TVs. Uh Uh-huh. And it... Which they they made a circle around them just for effect. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, it looked bad, but... Uh, then Stonehenge kind of glows a little bit, and Cockring yeah. looks up at Tom, and this is this is a great move. Little golf clap, little 
Yeah, he gives it a slow clap, which I thought was nice. It was a good you touch. Well done, sir. You degenerate. Bravo. You, this time you've bested me, sir. And this just speaks to the fact that he had no end game, no plan. Yeah, well, like I was saying, like he didn't have, he did not have an end game. No, no exit strategy whatsoever. Yeah. So yeah, Cochrane gets uh, a laser ringed. And it, like, turns him into stone for a second, and then he vanishes. So, I guess that's it. Uh, so, that was Halloween 3, season of the... Oh, no, wait. <laughs> no, we're not done yet. Oh, fuck. Oh, boy. So, they make their break out of there. They uh, climb into a car. And the doc's like, look, man, I got to go uh, make some calls. I got to warn people. All right, Ellie, and Ellie's looking at him a little weird. There's a problem. Yeah, I think she's just looking how she always was. Well, yeah, but this time... I do like that he says, like, we gotta do something. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, well, Tom, you actually could have. You were at the base. Like, you could have... Yeah. Just unplugged it. But no. No, whatever. (laughs) Uh... Like, where are they going to get the broadcast if you don't provide it, right? Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. Th- this is the end of They Live, right? You just if only destroy you had like a, yeah, only the had a case and a half of, of uh, Molotovs. <laughs> I don't think that's the uh, kind of cocktail that uh, Dr. Tom was looking for. At the oh, time, so. got him. Got him. So now they're driving off, and Ellie uh, starts just attacking him in the car. I'm like, wow, that's a twist. So, he, is it uh, though? No. So she's choking <laughs> she's him. She's looking for her exit strategy at this point. And it's it's fascinating that he's he rams into a car and he's stone cold or into a tree and he's stone cold sober. That's well, got to be a know. change. Well, that's true. He could have. Maybe he's got like a fake leg that's full of booze or something. Yeah, he's know. got one of those old hollow legs. Yeah, yeah. Hey, hollow leg, hollow yeah. peen, hollow right? man. So they uh, they get into the wreck, and and he he jumps out of the car after a while, and he's looking around. After I'm, a while, I'm okay. <laughs> I think I'm fine. Yeah. How the, about the, you, Ellie? Yeah, Ellie, he looks in the car. She's missing, and but but her oh, arm's still there. Uh oh. Uh, well, she's probably bleeding out somewhere. But wait, no, she's a robot. Didn't you want him to be like, it's okay, I'm a doctor. Yeah. Hey, I'm a doctor, Ellie. Uh, she's a robot. God Do you think it. she was a robot the whole time? So that's this the is a serious question. Did he fuck a robot? That's I my question. So. 100%. She was a real doll. Yeah. So my note on that is, remember when he said like, oh, you got so much energy? And, <laughs> and she's like, I'm older than I look. Oh. Old Cochran built himself a little teenage uh, hot little robot girl. Well, Hundreds of years ago. And it was damn. just Cochran and old Knitter and, and uh, <laughs> Ellie the robot. And he's just been banging the hell out of her. Yeah, I, I started to think, like, was she a robot the whole time? And then it was like, well, that, then this whole thing makes no sense. Yep, makes no sense. Eh, whatever. That's cool. So uh, then she comes up to him missing an arm, and they have a really shitty fight scene. But he does he does KO her real well with yeah. a uh, uh, crowbar. 
and her head pops off. And then, so she's gone. So he's cool. And then, uh, nope, the uh, the hand from in the car, because he goes to try to drive it away. That that starts choking him again. And I'm like, God damn it. And then the audience is like, this is when Michael's going to show up, right? Yeah, yeah. He just shows up and he, he takes the hand and then fists uh, Tom da, 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 with it. Da, 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 da. <laughs> no. 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 So he throws the hand away and he's like, all right, now I'm going to get back in there. And then the headless body shows. <laughs> and it's like, oh, God. fucking shit. It's like the end of Cannibal the Musical. Yeah. When, when they keep like stabbing the guy and then the axe. and Yeah. Forget it. Then the axe. Yeah. Got him. Got him. So no. The doctor's like, all right, I'm fat. I'm out of shape. I've got a car that probably works. I know what I'll do. Run. I got like a trunk full of dead dwarf gags. What am I yeah. going to do? Gonna go for a run. And he <laughs> runs back to the gas station. Yeah. The beginning. And I love it because the same guy from the start's there. And he goes, yeah. hey, remember me? No. No. I need I need to use your phone. And he's like, oh, okay. But you sure? Because we were in the hospital. Yeah, I don't remember you. I had to use the phone. Uh, what time some, is uh, it? 8.59? Yeah, it's 8.59 and 59. Is that West Coast or... No, it's central. So you're telling me at this point, we're in California, so everybody besides people on the West Coast, all the children are dead. No. See, we're on the West Coast. It's not yet 9 o'clock, and there are children trick-or-treating at a gas station. (laughs) In the middle of nowhere. I mean, that's where you get the best candy, Eddie. They got the full bars. That's true, but you have to steal them. So his kids are trick-or-treating, and he's giving Wait, them, like... Wait, t- I used to trick-or-treat all the time at gas stations, any day of the year. I would just go in and go trick-or-treat, and then take myself a Snickers and walk right out. <laughs> that's, that's Yeah, a little pro tip for you kids. Practice social distancing, shoplift. Wear a mask. Mm-hmm. Wear a mask, shoplift, mm-hmm. and if you're wearing the mask, no one knows who you are. It's a Halloween every day if you say it's, trick-or-treat. If you're wearing a mask, they don't know who you are. It's a victimless crime. <laughs> Just yeah, remember that. Who's the victim, huh? Eh, I don't know who did it, so there can't be a victim. <laughs> it's foolproof. He gets on the phone. He starts yelling about take off the commercial. And there's like three kids looking at the TV, and they're trying to tune into the commercial. And he because it's nine p.m. I gotta watch it from the gas station. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta watch it live. For the giveaway, like there's something's gonna come out of the TV, like a Wonka bar. Like, what are we? <laughs> All right, whatever. So uh, he's like, "Now nah, turn it off. You gotta uh, turn it off." And then they turn it off the first station. Yeah, they... he called. But who's he call? Uh, the king of television. Yeah, because he's like, are you... "Hello, Mister TV, turn yeah. it off." He called the Illuminati that runs all the mainstream media. If you know what I mean. You gotta. T- <laughs> yeah. He called the deep state. Yeah, he called Hillary Clinton. <laughs> yeah, hello, Bill. Yeah. I know. Turn hey, it off. Hello, look, Clinton Foundation. Turn look, off the TV. Hey, turn Bill, it off. Bill, I know we're both into younger uh, women, but can you, for a second, turn the t- <laughs> commercial off? Just for one second. Channel one, they turn it off. Channel two, they turn off. Channel three, now it keeps going. He's shouting, stop it, stop it. Stop it! And also, uh, there's a TV on right in front of me. Does not turn it off, so nope, those kids nope. are dead. Yeah, he just watches those kids fucking die. And then we we uh, we roll credits. That's the end. It is a great ending. It is a good ending. And in the book, you know what happens? Huh? 
Cockring lived, and uh, the plan worked, and and it says all the kids died. Perfect. Yeah. Put In a button movie, on it. This movie, like Cockring, became Stonehenge. He did. Yeah. He did. So well, is Stonehenge just made of like the dead, dead cock rings? Dead cock rings? Could be. Yeah. I guess okay. he's a real chip off the old block, you could say. <laughs> hey, there you go. You're not missing that one. <laughs> no, no. So what'd you think of the movie? Did you like it? Well, I mean, everybody likes it. Okay. Well, that's, yeah, it's cool. I liked it, too. So, Mike. So. <laughs> how you doing, buddy? Uh, You know, it's we recorded two and a half hours about a movie. Yep. About a 90-minute movie. Uh-huh. So, is there a movie... Since uh, everybody's seen this before, that mm-hmm. might remind you of this that uh, uh, they could also watch. Yeah, Halloween four. Halloween four, and uh, watch that, and then uh, we'll talk about it next week. Sure, uh, and you can tune into that. I would recommend you should watch uh, Hack O Lantern. Oh, I wonder where we can hear about that. Yeah, I don't think anywhere. Okay, you know, you know anywhere? I think that uh, a few days ago. Mm-hmm. That actually debuted on the Grind Bin. Now, what's the Grind Bin that I host, and that you were actually on that episode, Eddie? So. I was. Yeah. Uh, I hope I was good. Uh So if somebody wanted to like give you money to hear extra episodes of the Grind Bin, Patreon.com/slash/GrindBin. Yeah, and I'm a Patreon. Everybody should mm-hmm. sign up for it. It's actually really good. And we Not have like mini this, bins, which are probably better than the real show. The mini bins are really good too. They're a lot of fun. Um, your, your latest mini bin. Uh, <laughs> on an 80s commercial. Yeah. We that... learned from uh, Stouffer's, <laughs> Stouffer's French bread pizza. Uh, the tagline is, you can do whatever you want with your other hand. <laughs> Which <laughs> so great. That was very aggressive. <laughs> yeah. And if you're wearing a mask, it's not a crime. That's so. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, definitely check them out. Wear a mask, Patreon. everybody. Wear, actually wear a mask. Wash your hands. Mm-hmm. And um, for God's sake, don't bang any underage robots. It's just not a good look. It's not a good look. Yeah. Take it from so, Eddie. Not, it's not that it's a crime or anything. It's just it's not a good look. But if you do wear a mask. Wear a so, mask. Then yeah. it's a victimless crime. So thank you for joining me this week and talking about this movie, Mike. Oh, of course, Eddie. And this is how I end it. Eddie the Axe, everybody.